This episode of Juggalo Judgment may contain a dead gangster, a dead gangster, a dead gangster, discussions of a dead gangster, and sexism, mentions of rape, and fucking way too many white people who are way too comfortable with the n-word. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Juggalos, Juggalos, and those who don't identify as such. It's Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your host, Mike, and... Wait for it. Wait for it. Shmeef. <laughs> and he's forgotten the rest. <laughs> no, that was it. That, that was my intro. I thought I thought there was a little... Uh, maybe we no, just always roll. Okay. That's what it is. That's yeah, what it is. That's good. You paused, and I was like, I'm giving you your time. <laughs> <sighs> this is Juggalo Judgment. And, uh... This is episode 22, I believe? 22. It should be it. Uh, you were just looking at the thing. I was. Yeah. I should I should already know. Um, if you're joining us uh, for the first time... Welcome. Welcome. We're, we're glad, you, uh, we're glad you're, you're here with us. Uh, if you're a returning member, thank you for coming back. Good uh, to see you again. I really hope that you know, you're not totally mad at us for how we felt about Tales from the Lotus Pod. <laughs> <laughs> As as some people on uh, on social media have not agreed with us, I actually thought about Tales from the Lotus Pod again really? over the week. So okay, I've been watching some uh, some Fist of the North Star stuff recently. Okay, it's one of my favorite things in the world. If you don't know what Fist of the North Star is, uh, I'm aware of it. I've just never watched. Guy it. in nuclear post apocalypse walks around uh, defending people who can't defend themselves from large scary people with spiky shoulder pads. That's cool. His cool martial art that makes people explode. It rules. Oh yeah, or he just like basically like punches the shit out of them and then they explode. And then while well, he turns like, around the and they're like, Don't you walk away from me and he's like, Oh which means you're already dead. And oh, they're yeah. like, Nani <laughs> Nani It rules. That's but cool. no, there was a there's an episode where um during one of the fights like, his, his martial art does really weird things sometimes. He just hits pressure points to make people's bodies do things. Well, yeah. He made a guy's, like, back muscles contract until they snap his back in half. He made somebody walk backwards off the edge of a building. <laughs> it I, ruled. I need to watch this. this but this awesome. guy, he, he hits him and he paralyzes him. Okay. And then you see, like, this, you see, like, the scent marks start, like, flowing off of this guy. And he's like, what did you do? He hit a pressure point that made this guy release the smell of blood, and he's in the middle of the desert, and there's just all these crows flying around, oh and he God. leaves them there. What the fuck? And it brought me back. I was like, oh, yeah, the crows, boom. <laughs> that was, that's cool. I need to check that shit out. Oh, you should. It um, so, the main topic about this episode is going to be uh, Blazed Dead Homies' uh, first full-length LP. However, um, we did say at the end of uh, our last episode that we were going to give a very brief discussion about uh, Tales from the Lotus Pod Revisited, um, which is basically just the original album, but they took out Mars, um, his verses, uh, and they placed ABK in there as a member. Um, now, you told me that you only heard a couple of the tracks. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it's fine. Uh, what I did was yesterday, 
I listened to like four CDs yesterday. I didn't have the ability to skip to find them because I didn't know what tracks right. he and was on, and I didn't want to listen to the whole thing. You know what? That's that's my fault. I said I was going <laughs> to okay. send you that, and I didn't. No big deal. Um, me, but what I did yesterday is I didn't listen to the album beginning to end. I literally went to the songs. That I was like, okay, Mars has a verse on here. Let me skip to where his part is, <laughs> and I'm good to go. And it's been long said that the original version of Tales from the Lotus Pod is the definitive version. I have said that. Okay. Here we go. I feel like I have either been lied to or did said lying. Because here's how I feel about this. I think that Mars, his verses are so ingrained in my head that, yes, that is the version that I think of. Mm. However, I think had I not heard his verses first... I would have been just fine with ABK. Hmm. Reason being is we we mentioned a couple times during Mars's verses that he um he's very raw. He is. He said some shit on that album that I don't think anybody else on there touched or Man. wanted to touch. Um, and maybe that was just because of his mindset at the time, like fairly anti-religious and things like that. Like, he, he said some shit that was uncomfortable in me, like, repeating. He seems like a transgression for the sake of transgression kind of guy. At the time, I would agree with that. Yeah. Now, when we go to ABK's verses, they seem a lot more tame in comparison. But, I think that based on the topic of each track, he does a better job of staying on, on point with it. Um, now, uh, which album, which song is it? The song Something, uh, Mars had a verse in there, uh, ABK did not have a verse, and, uh, on Bitch I'm Sexy, um, verse, uh, the final verse is Mars, um, when Violent J kind of, like, like, kicks him on, um, but in Revisited, he, um, that doesn't happen, he just calls, uh, Mars a bitch. <laughs> but, I do still think that the original version of Juggalo Family is better, um, the chorus is better with Mars doing it. Um, they also, I don't know if you listened to it. I didn't. Okay. I, I forgot that so, that was one that he... I was like, I don't think he's on this. Yeah, and so I didn't listen to it. First, I should have, because I was like... Ah. He has the first verse in the uh, in the final uh, mm. the final set. Um, but Mars says the line, um, say what you will of me, I'll always have juggle a family. Yep. In the revisited version, ABK yells, until eternity, I'll always have juggle a family. I still like Mars's version. Also, the way that ABK yells, he's not really in the same key. And it just sounds off. So, Say What You Will of Me is still, like, the definitive one for me. But I still I still will listen to the regular version because that's what I know. But I just, I feel bad that ABK kind of, it seems like he got shoehorned in. I mean, well... They, they literally had, what <laughs> right and that's the and but at the same time I would have just been like well why didn't you just not replace him just take out the verses Something. like they could have done that the only thing where it would have been a little more difficult was on so a song like Swarm where everybody's doing trade offs mm -hmm. it's hard to just take out something and not put something in its place unless you would have just had maybe one of the other members put another line there instead yeah um so yeah you know what. Whichever way that you can listen to Tales from the Lotus Pod, which I still don't think is their best album, that's just my opinion. <laughs> um, that's 
by all means, go listen to it. If you can find the Mars version, great. If ABK's version is the only one you can get to, hey, you know, you're still getting a a important album in Psychopathic's history. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I guess I I, I went from being completely one hundred percent on Mars's side on it to kind of like on the fence with it, hmm. even though I still prefer his verses just because that's what I know. Yeah. Like that's fair. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that changes in the future um, of the Lotus. But you know what? That Wait, was... what did I think about it? What did you think about it? <laughs> you're just, just going to take that away. <laughs> because you only listened to like three songs. I still have things to say Go about it. Go for it. Jesus Christ. My bad. Go for it. Sorry, I'm tired. Everybody, I've had, <laughs> I've had a very stressful week. I just started a new job, and I am so fucking out of it because I'm so stressed out. So... I may not be as vocal on this one, or I'm literally just going to be jumping I mean, off of what you took what that whole thing for. away. Though I mean, you that one, yeah, because that we got really this. easy. So yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, whenever I listen to, it, I, I listen to like two or three tracks. That was about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly, I, I was like, well, Alibaba. I mean, it's the Star Trek. It's the kick, it kicks, it fucking rules. So kick let's, the Yodi. Let's have a listen to it. And yeah, you know, it kicks off with that. Whatever, it's fine. Um, with his lispy voice. Honestly, whenever I listened to it the first time. Uh, I sat there and I was like, is this, is there a different verse in this? Because I didn't remember. Yes. And it sounded, I know, yeah, I know, I went and re-listened. Right. <laughs> and uh, honestly, take either one. You know, as far as anything goes, like, they're they're both, you know, serviceable in that. They do what they gotta do. It's cool. Uh, I don't think that either of them were the standouts in either track, so it was fine. But then, because I remembered, I remembered, I listened mm-hmm. to Swarm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty sure you liked Mars in, in that one. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about it. Uh huh. Nobody else in in psychopathic records, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is as technically proficient as Mars is in that track. Okay. Yeah. I don't think anybody else can do what he done. I mean, I don't think like he was doing anything like particularly. He was chopping it up pretty fucking good. Yeah. Though. It and was he, awesome. He was laying it down. It was a good track. Right. Um, I'm not saying, like, he's, like, superhuman in it or something like that. Whatever. He's just... I think he is head and shoulders above them. Right. On a technical level. I agree. Uh, I don't think he's particularly, like, amazing or insightful in any way. Mm-hmm. Is the other thing. Is the other part of it. Because thinking back to it, I was like, the real Dark Lotus, honestly, it, it, it was whatever. It was... Oh, his this his yeah. this track? Yeah, it was right. nothing on it to me. Yeah. I was like, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's one thing whenever you're saying like his, his writing. His writing is whatever. You yeah, know? like he can he can do the thing that I basically say that Jamie Madrox and Monoxide do, where he just writes a lot of nothing that he can spit very well, <laughs> and like you know that's that's what he good at. And uh, anybody kill it? I think he's. I mean, mostly, most of my Anybody Killer opinions come from the album that we're covering today. Right. Because I heard more of him here. Right. Because uh, he, prior to that, you only heard him on, on basically yeah. uh, where it's going down. He can get into things mm-hmm. sometimes, but all in all, I I feel like he's kind of another bog-standard psychopathic member. <laughs> I think at this point, like for that, for, for Tales from the Lotus Pod... We didn't have an identity for ABK yet, mm. um, and that's kind of why it might feel that way. Another uh, 
criticism that I could point out is Mars has a very, like, I want to say unique voice, but I mean, it's deep, it's gravelly. Mm-hmm. ABK is the complete opposite. So true, yeah. it's a little bit jarring to hear him when you think, like, the, the person with the highest pitched voice on Psychopathic, it depends on the track, you're either hearing it be, like, Madrox, because, mm-hmm. like, think of Call Upon Your Gods, like, he yeah. has, like, that higher register, but obviously he does the real, like, deep, like, sinister voice, like he does yeah. on Black Crows. <laughs> the um, Madrox voice. The Madrox voice. <laughs> um, but Killer is always, always, like, the highest pitched person, <laughs> and I think that's what a lot of people, like, don't like about him, um, especially in Lotus. So, I, I think that that's one of the things that, you know, people just sour on regarding this, uh, this record, like, He's he kind of sticks out like a sore thumb um, compared to some of the other people on there. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, if... If, like, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> my God. Gather your thoughts, it's all good. If Mars can get a hit and get on base, <laughs> then, like, if you need to bring in anybody kill as a pinch hitter... He can lay down a bunt and get somebody to the third. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly. I don't understand soccer, so I have no idea what you're well, talking about. <laughs> somebody out there's got me on the rugby shit. <laughs> I think that's about enough about yeah, Tales from the Lotus Pod, though. You know what? That's, that's, a, that's, a, good, that's a good way to, to just cap that off. But, uh, but guess what? We're not talking about Tales from the Lotus Pod no more. Hell no. We're talking about Blaze You Dead, homie. Yeah. His, his first full-length album on Psychopathic Records. Debut, you might say. It's kind of, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, I think the debut is literally the first his thing, EP, yeah. regardless. This is one less G in The Hood. Uh, this was released, if I looked at it right on Wikipedia, it said October 30th, 2001. Um... So I'm guessing this just straight up came out like on Hallowicket or whatever. I don't know. Hmm. Um, but we get more from Blaze. Now, if you remember when we uh, talked about his debut EP, we had a criticism of we're three songs in and this sounds the same. We're four songs in and this sounds the same. Mm-hmm. Does that opinion change with one less G in the hood? I won't say yet. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get into that, we have to do what we do every episode. We sure do. So hopefully you got yours. And what is the yours that we're talking about? We're talking about them. Motherfucking Pagos. What you got this week, bud? I have genuine Fago. Delicious yes. pineapple. It's a, a p- penny a play. Yeah. That's how you say it. What are you holding over there? I need caffeine, so I have moon mist. Moon mist, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> My this, dog woke me up in the middle of the night. This motherfucker. I'm so sleepy. This is what I deal with. Also, I haven't eaten today, so this is probably going to affect me. I bad have way. not either. Oh, we're fucked. So let's crack them open. Nice ASMR. Mm. <laughs> it's what people really listen for. 
A2 not immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should just put timestamps for when we crack open We really Vegas. should. <laughs> All right, then. Let's get into it. Let us get do that it. music oh up. Oh, my God. I didn't even You didn't have even it. get prepared. You... Look, we were doing another thing. That, that is I had true. to look at stuff. Uh, oh, no, you passed oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pass- one. One. So we're going to start off with the first track. This is The Eulogy. And has... What's this right here? It's the spoken word! That sounds like it. That means that we can talk over it! They talk and so as, we gonna talk. As, 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 apparently that's the rule that I've imposed on this. I mean, why the hell not? Yeah. So, the eulogy, this is... Do you know who this is? Uh... It's tough. We haven't heard I don't him in think a it's Madrock. Oh, is it's it? Not Are we back to Legs Diamond? Is he back? It's not Legs Diamond. Haven't heard him in a long time. A long time. Um, I can't even think. Wait. Um. So this would no, be he's easy. gone. This no. would be easier if we would have uh, done our big money hustlers uh, watch, which we haven't yet. This is jump steady. Uh, you know, there we go. I was thinking, I was trying to think of the other guy that they uh, that they dropped after like their first album, but I couldn't. Remember. Oh, John Kick Jazz. Oh, uh, oh. I was like, but no, they're done with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's... No. That is totally, um... He is literally reprising his character in, um... In the um, beginning of Big Money Hustlers. There we go. Yeah. Um... Jump City's so fucking good. <laughs> I love good. him. He's pretty good. <laughs> but, uh... But basically all that, uh... All that we're hearing is how, uh... He's basically just condemning Blaze. Yeah, uh, for for being a, a gangster rapper, and he's still a dead homie, and he's still better off that way. Yeah, that's like, basically what it's saying. Yeah, it's um, it's <laughs> he jumps that he gets into character really well. He does. Like, he just rolls with it. Like he did. He did some of the skits in. Uh, I think did he do it in the first album? I know he was featured on the second one. Um, I don't remember. He uh. He he played like a cop in the beginning of one of the skits. Oh, oh but he was featured on uh, Taste in um in Carnival. Yeah, he, he actually like rapped in that. Right, right. He um <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, he's just going off, he, and he doesn't miss a beat. No. Like. When when he gets into character, he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, he's just going with it. He's got that script. Maybe he doesn't even have a script. Maybe he just knows exactly what it, he wants. It to sounds say. like he may have been going off the dome a little bit. There's like, there's 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 like a little bit in there where what I'm is like, a rapper? <laughs> like like one line in there. I'm like, you probably could have found a better word. For yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but but no, it, it really works. Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, I love it. And here it says the eulogy written and performed by the preacher man. Ah. Bruh, it's jump steady. Ooh. We know, we know what that is. That's all right. <laughs> well, what's all right? Well, for the listeners, I decided to. Um, so I have my my pineapple fago, but I also have my little Frank Reynolds mug here. Got to pay the troll toll. <laughs> okay. And I also have these little two dollar bottles of. Uh, of malt beverage <laughs> that sheets sells. 
It's a little apple malt beverage. So I poured a little bit into my mug and poured some pineapple on top of that. And let me tell you, the first one that I drank of that, that malt <laughs> flavor, it was rough. It is. This is smooth. <laughs> it's after 12 o'clock, so it's fine, y'all. I can down that shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> and you haven't eaten today. Nope. Oh, we're gonna have fun! That's no, all good. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is... I mean, it's... This is pretty self-explanatory. It's more or less... It's it's a different view of the first skit that they did for his, his EP. Right, right, where it was basically just him being summoned from the, uh... From from the camp. So wait, yeah. is this a is this a prequel to that? Oh my god, this could be a prequel. Huh. Well, maybe this is a flashback in the yeah, next tracks. That or, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got nothing else on this one. It's it's yeah. it. I don't want to say it sets a tone, but this is definitely like a a fun intro. Uh, for for what we're gonna hear from Blaze. Yeah, so he's he's dead and buried, but but. If if you if you had to 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 guess for a for a dead homie, the grave ain't no place. Huh? Track two. Twisted because Jamie does have a line in the chorus, but I mean, well, that doesn't really count. But Monoxide has, he has, Monoxide a, has verse. a verse, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um, so right off the bat, something that gets that, that, um, is an immediate standout compared to the uh, the EP. What do we have in that instrumental? Oh, we got some fucking rock shit going on. We got some heavy guitars in there, mm -hmm. and I remember whenever I first got this album. Now, mind you, we're we're doing the uh, the original uh, version of One Less G in the Hood. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I was looking, at, I was looking up lyrics, and I was like, there are way more tracks than what I have. Here. Right. So Ooh. here's the thing. <laughs> we'll talk about this now. Yeah. Uh, One Less G did get re-released in uh, in 2006 right, as right, the right. Deluxe G edition. That's the version that I first got. Hmm. Um, and I got that in like 2007, I think, something like that. I got that like after my birthday. It was like, oh hey. I'll buy anything that has a Hatchet Man on it. Because <laughs> I was, like, at the point where I wanted to get more music. And, um... So... They actually change up, like, how the track listing goes. Because that CD 
um, combines songs from the EP and uh, this CD, uh, but also removes songs, which is fucking annoying. Interesting. Yeah, which is why, like, anytime I see this album, the, this version, I grab this one. And the reason we're not talking about the Deluxe G edition is because there are songs that came out after this one uh, from other stuff. We may talk about them in the future, like, but... We're going to run into the tracks anyway. Uh, They're not featured on other stuff. Oh, okay. But they came out at a later time, gotcha. and there's a reason why we, we may talk about them. catch them as singles or something, yeah. Right, right. We may talk about them in the future. But anyways... um. But again, they do change up the track listing on that too, because I think that this features like much later in that version of the album. Um, but this version, the original version, One Less G, I have three copies of this, and that's because anytime I see it, I grab it, and I have two of them signed. One of them has Fago damage because it was from when <laughs> I first did Fago Armageddon. Um, so, Oops. although it was really cool, because one of the times, one of the ones that I got signed, I had literally gone down to the record store right down the street. Uh, before the VIP, because I always do that, I always look around, and found it there, and I was like, yes, yes, got something new to get signed, and I even told Blaze, I was, he was like, oh man, I can't even find this, I was like, I literally just bought this an hour ago. (laughs) 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 But, um, but no, we get, when I first heard, um, the, the, this album, at least the deluxe, uh, version, and hearing the rock guitars laced in that, I was a little put off by it because uh-huh. I wasn't sure what to expect from Blaze because I had only heard him featured on like a couple things here and there. So I was like, well, wait a minute. This isn't like I'm expecting gangster rap. <laughs> There's no heavy rock guitar in gangster rap. And yet it's it's not too badly meshed with like your like standard hip hop shit. Right, right, right. Yeah. And and I don't mind it because it's not overpowering. No, it's, At it's least, very well, much like just in this track. It's not. It is a little more prominent than some of the other ones, but yeah. I still think that it meshes quite well with what the actual song is doing. Right. Well, I mean, the thing is, is like, it's not, um, he isn't using it for, like, where the music is going into, like, the rock thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the hook isn't a rock hook. Right. So it's, it's a fucking, it's a hook. It's a hip hop hook. It sounds like stuff that would have been on Freak Show. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, we'll get into the production aspect. Um, yeah, who uh, who did produce this? Though? Damn near everything on this album is, is produced Mike by Mike P. Yeah, because he's, um, he's in there. However, there are some songs that are... Um, Fritz the Cat. Yeah, Fritz the Cat. Um, supposedly, Mr. Clark also did some stuff on I here. Did I did hear see, him mentioned. But I see nothing on here. So, generally, everything on here is done by Mike P., um, with some stuff, uh, also added with, uh, from, from Fritz, so, uh, Mike, Mike P. has some interesting, like, he can he do le- some stuff. He leans into the rock stuff, like, real fucking hard on this. Oh, definitely, definitely. And like, more point, so than Mikey Clark did. To the point where, in this, you can hear something that you usually, even in, like, your standard rock stuff, you don't hear it. You hear it in, like, straight up, like, metal, like, 80s metal kind yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can hear, like... It's it's a sound that you'll hear, and like you you probably hear it, and you're like, "How the fuck does somebody do that?" And it's just a really cool guitar technique that I right. can't get to work properly. But yeah, yeah, like, and, and that's the thing. It's <laughs> and, and I mean, <laughs> with with adding like that kind of like guitar laced into there, should we like should we take it into like his uh, Blaze's uh, story of you know he was a gangster killed in '89, so it's like 
that kind of rock <laughs> that, that like he was aware of before he died. <laughs> he missed the nineties. He doesn't know about Vanilla Ice. Nah, he's he's still on like Judas Priest right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? That that makes sense. Um. So yeah, this I think is a really good intro track for him. It's pretty good. Um. And so something so, something else to to note is a- ABK. Yes. Okay. He's featured on about a third of the songs on here. I think I wrote um, for the song more. that. ABK holds it down. So, here's here's something that is really interesting. We first heard ABK on um, Where It's Going Down. We say it all the time. So, there are times where we have songs by, say, one person of, of said group. Say, like Violent J. Sure. Okay. Or, or better yet, Shaggy Two Dope. Yes. Shaggy Two Dope had his, had his solo EP. Yes. He had songs that... Featured Violent J. Yes. Some of them could have been considered just ICP songs, but much, yeah. they were Shaggy 2 Dope featuring Violent J. Mm-hmm. With Twisted. Now, we don't have really any like solo songs from Twisted yet, um, but Twisted is, I think, kind of versatile to where like, any time that it's supposed to be like, like Madrox has a solo album, yeah. and Monoxide is featured on, I think, like two songs. Sure. They could probably be considered twisted songs, but Jamie Madrox has more verses, so whatever. Yeah. Any time that Blaze and ABK are on something, it's basically drive by. <laughs> and I don't know if they started calling themselves drive by because the name was like they they said the phrase drive by and where it's going down. But I mean, they have it on songs throughout this too. On on this, yeah. but I don't know. Like, when was it that they coined their their name as Drive By? I don't know. And Drive By does eventually get an album. Were they? Here, here's a thing. Were Were Blaze and ABK acquainted prior to like Psychopathic Records? I feel like the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. The, I don't know if they had worked directly with each other because ABK had worked with. Um, I feel like I'm going to get this wrong. I believe it was Lavelle. Um, and ABK had uh, rapped as, uh, I think his name was J-Mo. Um, but he came on to Psychopathic as Blaze's hype man. Oh. Um, and that's kind of where they linked up, and that's how Drive-By happened. Hmm. So, it's one thing whenever we have, like, this is a solo track by this pe- person of the group and the other person in the group is featured on it. Right. Any time that you have Blaze and ABK together like nine times out of ten it's got to be considered drive-by just because of how well they click. Yeah. Like I think that they have some of the best um like uh chemistry together. Um, I would love to have... I've never seen Drive-By in concert. They came to Pittsburgh back when I was still in college, and I didn't get to go. I was super bummed. Damn. But I really, really would love to see how they are on stage, because I've heard it's great. But Killa is on here a lot, and he it's definitely a good introduction to him Um, as far as what he can do. But when we get to his stuff, kind of veers a little bit as uh, far as topics. So, at least I, I think so. that's that's how I read it. But that's that's right. neither here nor there at this at this juncture in time. <laughs> so yeah, uh as far as this song goes, all I really have is uh Blaze he he sums up his entire EP here. <laughs> in that, one song? 
In, in, one, in song, one song, in one song, he he does just sum up like his, what his entire EP is about uh, in his verse. That's that's about it. Monoxide, I like Monoxide's verse a lot. He really? has some direction in this. Mm-hmm. Like he he tells a thing when like, he says something that he, like he's he's and, talking about an event. And I think this is something that that I, I touched on on Tales from Lotus Pod. Also, that event is murdering a cop. <laughs> but I think we touched on this on on Tales from Lotus Pod when yeah. Twisted have when the when they're on something, it's mm. one thing whenever they write their own thing. Yeah. Okay. Because I think in, in if I'm picking up how how you interpret it, you're saying the twisted is hit or miss whenever it's something of their own. But when uh, they're sometimes it depends on when twisted leans into a topic mm-hmm. and they stick to it. Mm-hmm. Rules. I, and that's what I'm saying is whenever it's they're on someone else's stuff. Sometimes. When they already have that clear direction. Yeah. They are able to to bring out the best in that. They have, they have a better shot. Yeah. Okay. So that that's the thing. So that's that's why I can see why you're enjoying Monoxide's verse here. It's a, it's a good verse. So <laughs> yeah. Um, I got nothing else on this one. Yeah. It, it's definitely a good intro track for Blaze. I I mean, if you didn't know, it might it he's might dead. Have, it might have been better if it was strictly a solo track and maybe not have. Killing Monoxide on it, like if they would have switched it with track three, that might have been a decent opening. Maybe, but I'm going to say something, but I'm going to say it later. Okay, about uh, about that. That well, we'll get to it. We'll get to and, it. And and uh, I'm just going to say, forgive me in advance. Um, is this something I'm going to be mad about? Oh, we'll see. All right. Well, let's move right along. This is track three. This is The Casket. pop on that snare. So, fun fact about this song. Okay. This instrumental is reused. Oh. Uh, there is a Hallowicked track called Children of the Wasteland huh. that features ABK on it. And it uses the exact same instrumental and the exact same chorus. That's... Okay, I'm gonna... Let me interrupt you real quick. Okay. That's amazing. To this... To this day, as far as Hallowicked tracks that I have heard, <laughs> it's the best fucking beat <laughs> put behind a fucking Hallowicked track. Um, my thing is, I can't tell which one was made first. It looks like the Hallowicked track was in 2001, um, which, if that's the case, this would have come out on the same day or the day after, whatever the fuck. Um, so I cannot tell um, when, uh, like, if Casket was made first, or Children of the Wasteland. Um, both tracks are pretty cool, but um, Children of the Wasteland is more of, like, I think they mentioned, like, Halloween stuff, so. That's why it's Hello Wicked. 
Yeah. Um, but I mean, this track is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. He's literally talking about how he's not in the casket anymore. Did y'all know, Blaze? He's dead. <laughs> Here's a this a little tip you may not have known about. Your boy, Blaze, your dead homie, he is, in fact, fucking dead. Is he also your homie? My dead one. Oh, well, <laughs> who you dead who? He's He is still talk, talking about, about who he be. He is still dropping M-bombs, and let me tell you, they're everywhere. Yeah. This album, oh boy, but... So that's a damn good fucking beat. It's a damn good beat. It's so fun. Um, so Blaze is one of the artists that whenever he performs some of these songs now, I am pretty sure he does not drop the end bomb. That's good on those songs. That's anyway. gross. So that's really cool. Um, character development. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> um, I think I mentioned before about uh, that time I made a Reddit post. Of asking people with their unpopular opinions regarding like psychopathic was yeah, and one person oh. said like because they had like sections for each uh, person and I do they recall. put Blaze did Blaze at homie and number one was said is black or 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 is white and then immediately under that said no really I didn't know that he was white for like four years <laughs> <laughs> like and I mean. He he looks like a white. If you're looking at this, uh, if you're looking at this this here thing, granted he does I mean, put on face paint. He does put on white face paint. <laughs> um, but uh, but he he is in fact a white. Um, I mean, listening to it, how would you know? He's he's got a, an interesting voice, and I think it's just his register. Mm. Like it's like how if you hear a voice and you're trying to picture what the person looks like without actually doing so. That's tough, man. Uh, two people do it to me, and it fucks me up all the time. Um, and the person that I, I just started my new job who works with me um, argued with me about this. Oh, and I'm no. like, no, you, you don't understand. I'm a white. I don't... I, I can't picture it. Uh, ja Rule does not, does not look like he should have the voice that he has. And DMX. <laughs> um, they do not look like they should have the voices that they do. E-40 does not, in fact, look like a cartoon character. And it kind of fucks me up. That's, that's a little... <laughs> that's, that's, that's up to interpretation. <laughs> I have met E-40s. So. Oh, really? Yeah. First Tech Nine show I ever went to. He oh, was shit. on that tour. Yeah, yeah. Was he cool? I have, I have a picture with, with E-40. What? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know so that. Here's, so here's the thing. Yeah, he was he was like the, the, the like pre-headliner. Is he a cool guy? The... He seemed really cool, That's cool. but my, like I got a picture <laughs> with him. Okay, it's nice, cool, yeah, do the thing. Then the girl I was dating at the time, she goes up with a picture. Oh, he got a smile on his face. God, just because she had big boobs. He was all about that. <laughs> oh yeah, he was about Jesus it. Christ. I'll, I'll <laughs> next time I find those pictures, I'll uh, I'll show them to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I had actually bought. I had the album of his that had um, Tell Me When to Go on it, and I brought it to get signed. So that was really cool. I had a signed album by E-40. Well, then the girl that I was dating, like, her best friend from back home was, like, a huge E-40 fan. Mm. And I was like, do you think he'd want it? 
And she was like, yeah, probably. So I was like, here, you can have it. And apparently he was like super hyped again. And I was like, cool. <laughs> you, know, you know who does talk about getting mistaken because of their voice? Hmm. Uh, at, at one live show that I saw him at, MC Chris talked about that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> he, he, MC Chris, I feel like he's he's like 14. He, he said he went to meet with people and they're like, you're supposed to be a little black girl. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what people said to him <laughs> that's funny that's so funny um but blaze just has that that deep voice and here's it, it's it's definitely more prominent in some of the other songs on here but i mean he's he's if he's not yelling he's about <laughs> two notches away from yelling he just has that like that presence, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, he's he 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 pushes his voice out. Yeah, um, he does not do that much anymore. No, <laughs> it's not he, good for you. I don't think that he can. <laughs> it takes a toll. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, not, it's so, not a good thing to do. So, but then I mean, whenever he stops yelling, he gets to flex some other uh, talents of his. So oh, nice. we'll see that in the future. Anything else on the casket? No. No, it's just, it's Blaze, you know? All right. Well, let's move on to, whew, this is a good one. Track four, Juggalo Anthem. Killers kick the anthem like this. Juggalos up in this bitch, up in this bitch. Killers kick the anthem like this. Juggalos up in this bitch. Blaze. The hook goes that way only once. Recognize thug shit, pounding out the trunk, bitch. Running with a motherfucking hatch and you haters you suck, Was yeah. a thug became a G B to the L to the A C E Still dead Still don't give a fuck Give a fuck Sporting all black khakis With the motherfucking cuffs up Smoking hella trees Trying to make a couple G's So a thug can't get back on his feet Me mugging Steady thugging And I'm trying to find a hood Rats all about fucking Still loped out All my dogs from the past Dead and smoked out Still trying to come up on a lick for a fat ass ride So I can drop the top and parlay through the east side Niggas kick the anthem like this Juggalos up in this bitch Up in this bitch Niggas kick the anthem like this Juggalos up in this bitch Up in this bitch Niggas kick the anthem like this Juggalos up in this bitch Up in this bitch Niggas kick the anthem like this Alright Juggalo anthem You look like you had something you wanted to say I remembered something because mm -hmm. of my notes, okay. and then I was like, I thought I wrote something different down for this, and I realized it was a different song, but I still have a question about this. I have a question for you! Okay. Because you th in the second verse, in Onward, mm -hmm. it sounds like this song is aimed at somebody. So, I actually wrote a note regarding that. Okay. Um, well, first off... The biggest thing I think I want to take away from this song is this is Blaze's "We Don't Die," um, like in in terms of like clout. I mean, this is one of his biggest songs, if not the yeah, biggest so. song that yeah. he has done. Um, it's it's, it's the track. Yeah, people go nuts at fucking shows for it. Um, it's it's a big deal. Um, but I did hear a rumor that Madrox's verse was a diss. Hmm. Um, a long time ago, and yet I can't find any info on it. Uh, Jiggles, we know you're listening, homie. Jiggles, if you got some, hit us, us up on that. 
I would our, love our, to know. Our unofficial third member, you're our historian. Because like mostly I I, I didn't I didn't look as closely as I just did right now. Mm-hmm. But I I, I was like because Blaze, Blaze, he sounds like he could just generally be calling out posers or some shit. I mean, Jamie Madrox, though, his I just saw this. Definitely this line. sounds like it's directed. He literally says, "You bite our shit, you can keep it. We don't want it back." And I'm like, "You're talking about somebody here." Now <laughs> let's remember back on Blaze's EP, there was a song "Shit Talkers," which yeah. uh, Blaze and uh, Twisted's verses were aimed at Misery. Mm. And I'm wondering if this was still another Misery diss. When was that? Uh, as in, what, that that song? Shit Talkers, yeah. Uh, that was 2000. That was only a year ago. I mean, shit, they could still be there. I mean, there might have still been issues, uh, if it had happened at the Gathering 2001, it's very possible. They may have been written in the same sort of area. Like, they, they could have, they could have had them, like, written and just not put, like, anything else to them and just had, like, picked it up for this album or something. It's possible. I mean, you gotta remember, uh, after Blaze's EP dropped... Violent J was going to drop Blaze. Yeah. Because it didn't perform well. Um, and Twisted was like, if you drop him, we leave. <laughs> and Jay was like, all right, we'll give him another chance. And that's why they came out with this album. And then but, on this album, on several tracks, Jay uh, in, will suddenly, he's suddenly like Blaze hype man. Right. Some of the tracks. <laughs> and we have Jay introducing this. Yeah. Um, chorus. Oh, that chorus goes good. Uh-huh. Um, you got Monoxide on the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Doing two separate things. He has the main uh, phrase that you hear. Uh, what phrase? Uh, basically the same thing that Violent <laughs> J was doing in the beginning. But instead of killers, he was dropping the N-bomb. But there's also a phrase in the background. Uh, that I tend to yell whenever I'm at shows. I forgot what it was. That um, I remembered it and I uh, forgot it. If I get it right, it's where my thug's at, yeah, where yeah, my yeah. killer's at. There it is. Um, And I just really love hearing that. And I would yell that part at <laughs> concerts while everybody else is doing the rest of it. Like, no, I can hear. I know what's being said. Um, but everyone, everyone just does really well on this one. Blaze, this one does a little bit more of the rehashing from like Grave Ain't No Place. Yeah. Um, as far as like, this is what he do. But... For some reason, it just, I don't know, it clicks really well. The instrumental rides well. Madrox f- sounds fucking murderous on it. Like, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's it's um, a really well put together track. Like, it it sounds really fucking good. The, it's clean. It's, the hook stuff, like, it is a good hook. <laughs> like The fact that um they, uh, they obviously had that heavy guitar in the chorus, mm-hmm. and then they lace it through uh, Madrox's verse, too, um, yep. a, a little bit. Um, this this album does the thing that I think you wanted from Freak Show in that in a lot of the songs you have distinct differences in how the instrumentals um will flow based on, you know, choruses and verses. And th- there's there's a a decent amount of like some I'm just going to say it now. Variety. Okay. Here, here we go. Here we go. Was, was this the thing that you were going to hold off on? Uh, I mean, I was going to hold it. I was going to hold part of this almost until if, the very end. If you want to hold off until then, we can. I'll hold off until the very okay. end. Okay. We'll, um, we'll hold off. But no, I mean, there there is some good, like, like diversity in, in sounds in this album yes. in general. Like, I think I think part of it is going to be that, like, who, who produced Blaze's EP? That was primarily Fritz. Fritz? Okay. Yes, the same person who did Freak Show. Right. Okay. 
Uh, I don't know how long Fritz the Cat was doing stuff before that. How long has like how long has he been around? From what I understand, he was doing stuff like way back. Like he was doing stuff out of if if I'm getting it right, it seems like he was also one of the people who worked at that place that uh, Twisted got most tasteless. Scott Sumner's. Um, yeah, but. That was the guy who produced Most Tasteless. Yeah. So I don't know if, if Fritz worked out of there as well, or if they just linked up with him somewhere else. I don't know. So, But the, clearly, like, Twisted was not his first foray into things. Right. The feeling that I get, though, is that he wasn't as, like, comfortable in the style that they wanted from him mm-hmm. starting out. Right, okay. And clearly, like, I think he definitely, you know, he, he definitely, like, got more attuned to that yeah for like some of the stuff in freak show mm-hmm. was really fucking good like he did he, and he did some really good work on dark lotus mm-hmm. um i think mike p is just fucking in it he is this is I, his shit this is his wheelhouse and he can he can roll out he 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 can just sit there and be like all right i'm just gonna put out a bunch of tracks for you and stuff and they're all going to have that sound right but you would never hear one and just be like I'm just listening to the same song five times. No, you're no. listening to five different songs. Yeah, definitely. Like, if look at like, and I don't know if he like because again, I don't know how how they work with producers because mm-hmm. you know you have producers who will work with the artist and be like like work directly with them while yeah. they're doing stuff and be like, no, do it like this yeah. and make them get that sound that they want out of them. That so, might be a thing that's happening here because. He make like these tracks just he makes them so distinct. Yes. And some people, some producers are so good in determining, okay, based on the music that I've heard before, mm-hmm. I understand the style that you are going for. Right. The biggest one, probably one of my favorite producers ever, fucking ever, is Seven. Um, who is the uh producer primarily for strange music. Okay. Okay. Seven knows how to make shit and he's so fucking talented that anytime he works on something else that's not just strange music like he's produced I think at least he only worked on something else once though no shit <laughs> um <laughs> like he's produced I think at least two albums from Twisted hmm. but he knows what their style was and was able to make it whenever he came uh whenever Ritz came to strange music um you listen to his debut album, um, Life and Times of Johnny Valiant, and listen to stuff that he did prior to Strange Music, he nailed the sound that Ritz was generally familiar with mm-hmm. and it's made not just some like, of the best tracks. It's imaginable. not just like carbon copy stuff. It's like, no, no. I'm going to dig into this. I know what it is yeah. and what I'm doing with I it. I understand Boom. the style that you're going for. And I can work that. Yeah. And that is really, really interesting because, again, if we look at, you know, Blaze's first EP, the songs uh, up until Shit Talk is kind of just blended. Whereas with these ones so far, we have very distinct instrumentals. They're Absolutely. all they're all hip hop laced with with uh, uh, the guitar, rock influence. Yeah. But I can't say that, oh, no, this riff sounds exactly like the one from two songs ago. Right. Like, they're all different. And it's it's definitely refreshing that we have that little bit of of nuance 
Okay. <laughs> Whereas, you know, we pointed out in Freak Show, like, there was a couple songs where it's like, yeah. I wanted something different out of it. You know, there's a lot of songs on Freak Show that were more of that, like, industrial, like, semi-rock sound. And they just didn't work to me. I would have liked a, an entirely different instrumental. I don't have that complaint with this album. No. Um, because I think that based on what the, the song topic is, it works completely well. Yeah. And I think that the next track actually does that really fucking well. <laughs> what track is that? This track is uh, track number five, Nasty. Yo, bless you, Nasty. You know you nasty, man. You so nasty. You know you nasty. Yo, bless you nasty. Stabs of bubble gum, peanut butter on a toenail. Flicky boogers in your ginger ale. It's my tank, bust in your face. Then wipe my butt, so now it's kinda itchy. Drink douche bags like wine coolers and throw gang signs for the old schoolers. I stuck an AK in a hood rap booty, cause I found out she was a groupie. If I blow ass, you gon' know fast. All of y'all gon' need a fucking gas mask. I'm the yellow shit underneath your armpit. And when I toss snacks, block cause I spit. I'm like clay, wet, smelly, and gray. I wore the same clothes for every day. Now you can hate me and try to say I'm classy. And if you go and ask somebody and tell you that I'm nasty. Shout out to to all the dudes out there. Oh, just shout out to everybody out there. Yo, y'all. Let me tell you something. Very important thing. Wash your fucking ass. <laughs> just do it. That's what I, I gotta uh, say. I love uh, I love Madrox on that that first like kind of chorus. That's him. Yeah, that's him. Okay. Thanks, um. Thanks. So, <laughs> this is definitely, like, the most left-field song we've gotten so far out of here. Yeah, it might be the most left-field song on the whole fucking <laughs> I think, it, yeah, it probably is. Everything else is, spoilers, everything else is pretty par for the course. Right. Um, uh, I, all, I, I had two, two words to write. Just face value. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nothing to, like, there's nothing else. This song, it's, it's, it's a funny song. Yeah. It's meant to be yeah. like a, a humorous one. This is one that he does at concerts. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure, yeah. Um but uh but hey, I mean, you know, it's a it's a fun track. The Sorry. the instrumental is like it's funny bouncy. I, I like the instrumental. It, it works. Um I will say at the beginning of his second verse, he uh he said he uses a oh, used yeah. condom. Which hey anybody, anybody killers oh it's it's got to be anybody killers yeah um but I mean hey gotta do what you gotta do you gotta save money yeah very <laughs> important and then you know prevent prevent more more kids being born in the hood oh <laughs> before God. their time <laughs> no it's there's there's I want to say more about this track, but there really isn't much else There's to say. There's not a whole lot, no. <laughs> it's just a song talking about how fucking gross Blaze is. That's it. And there are... There's some gross shit. Yeah. What, three, actually, three verses worth of yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Normally it shows he, he cuts it off after uh, after the, the last... Uh, the, or, sorry, after the second verse. 
cuts off and then jumps into something else. So yeah, th- there's there's nothing else in this one. Sorry if you wanted to hear more about nasty. No, what what can we say about really it? nothing else? It's all right. I don't I don't care much for it in general, but it's okay. That's fun. All right, moving on. Track number six. We have straight out of Detroit. Bitch, you can straight up eat a motherfucking dick. Yeah. I'm looking at the motherfucking front line. I see violent change. Yeah. Anybody kill her. Yeah. And that motherfucking dead homeboy. See, we represent a motherfucking hatchet on the daily. And that's what we're baby. But for this moment in time, we want to give up props to detail. Straight out of Detroit. Crazy motherfucking they play. Black from the dead. Cover story on the front page. What I'm jacking. I got a Mac 10. Squeeze the trigger off for criminals and accents. cover yeah so i okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna make a make a bit of a confession here all right um prior to this never really heard straight out of compton i heard some of it wow. heard bits and pieces i never never sat down and just I mean, listened to the whole fucking thing i mean you know ice cube's part of the very beginning that's about it yeah. <laughs> which, no, which is what blaze was doing i went and listened to it uh-huh this is like they almost they don't take it line for line. Oh no, they adjust stuff, but they hit specific lines yeah. throughout it that they yeah. they they re, they pull from the original throughout it, which I didn't expect honestly. If I okay, so I can't I can't remember because I haven't listened to Straight Outta Compton in a while. Obviously, Blaze is um, Ice Cube is Ice Cube. ABK I think is, uh, is shit. It, uh, is that Eazy-E? No, Eazy-E's like the last oh, one. Oh, it's uh, it's Ren. Ren, it's MC yeah. Ren, and then J is Dr. Dre. Or no, oh, easy. So, shit, that's easy. It's fucking Fuck. easy. God damn. Just said it. My <laughs> bad. God, I'm so fucking stupid. I'm just gonna have all the old schoolers like pissed off at me now. Oh, they're gonna fucking murder. Um, me. but uh, fun fact: if you go onto my uh, if you go onto my personal Instagram, which is linked on our Juggler Judgment one, um, I I do car karaoke because I get bored in the car, <laughs> and it took me like four tries to do all of Violent J's verse. Um. Which is very difficult because I was like yelling like him, so my voice was getting fucked. Oh no! But it took four tries because his verse is literally sixty seconds long, and that's all you can get on a video on Instagram. <laughs> but um, so yeah, obviously it's a cover. Yeah. Um, uh, my my feelings on this. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, they pull some of the lines from the original, yes. and then they they alter them a little bit. Yes. Um, a couple of them. Specifically, one that Jay drops. I was like, 
That was the weakest alteration of a line I've Which ever one? heard in my life. Uh, he, he he drops the, uh, where the fuck is it? And what about the bitch that got shot? She Blah. gave me herpes, so I shot her in the back, which is A, shitty rhyme, B, just a really shitty fucking pull in general. Like, it's just a, it was bad. <laughs> like, it sucked. Mm. It's a weak line. He says, like, nothing in there. He, there, okay, so there's a thing where I feel like if you're restating part of a line that you just said to, like, cover up and make to make up the space that you can't think of something else for mm-hmm. it's weak it's yeah. fucking weak and he does that um but that that one was just one that annoyed the shit out of me every time i heard right. it i was just like what the fuck jay shut up right and whenever i listened to the original i was just like no these guys they, they know what they're doing but the other thing about it is i'm like okay so it's kind of a cover it's okay but i feel like it's not like authentic <laughs> whereas are covers yeah. ever really authentic? Well, here's the thing. They specifically altered it to make it about, like, more the city stuff. that they're in and, you know, their kind of thing. But, I mean, like, they're not talking about themselves so much as they're talking about characters. I mean, well, yeah, that's, like, literally anything from Psychopathic. Right. It's all characters. That's the thing, though. Like, even even in that way, it doesn't feel like vaguely like I don't know, uh, it, feel, it, it feels dumb to take a song that is pretty authentic in what they're talking you know, about no, I, I'll, I'll agree on that front and then go like let me apply this to my favorite Harry Potter characters <laughs> <laughs> straight out of Hogwarts <laughs> oh man that just reminds me I need to, I need to look up that uh, H. Pity song Oh, God. I haven't heard that in ages. Stop it. I gotta find it. Stop it. No, it's great. Yeah, take it away. Go ahead. I love it. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I can I can get what you're saying. That said, I still really do like this song. It's um, all right. You know. Because I, I legit think that everybody handles their verses quite well. Like, I think even Jay does a pretty damn good job. Like... <laughs> His is the only one that I know beginning to add. That's fair. <laughs> um, fun fact about this song, uh, this was not on the re-release, the Deluxe G edition. Oh. Uh, a couple songs are, uh, were actually taken off of, of it, uh, this being one of them. I'm wondering if it's because... Um, I don't know if this version of the album was a national release. Um, I feel like if it was, this might have gotten them in a bit of issue. Um, I don't know about that. the Deluxe G edition was... So I'm guessing that might be a reason why, um, why it was taken off. Maybe. I was about to say, or maybe something else, but that actually would be inaccurate because then we'd be losing more tracks off of here. So we won't talk about that right now. Exactly. Um, but I got nothing else on this. I think it's, it's, it's interesting that they didn't, uh, try and recreate the, uh, the instrumental (laughs) from Straight Outta Compton and then they did another one of their, like, no, this is going to be a heavy, like... The the instrumental reminds me of Shit Talkers, honestly. Yeah. Like, which is just, like, loud and heavy throughout. And that's <laughs> what this track does. Um, and that's not a bad thing. I yeah. think it really works. Um, I'm sorry. But, like... Oh, it'd be really cool if they played this at concerts. They never do. But it'd be really nifty if they did. <laughs> so, I got nothing else on this one. Uh, we want to move on to track seven. Yeah, yeah. This is Maggot Face. Here come the maggot, feeding off my flesh. 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 
They eat rotten flesh. Yes. Anything else? Because he's dead. You see. Oh, 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 gosh. Okay. It's Blaze. He's yeah. not your living homie. He's, he's barely just your homie. He's. But if anything, you have to differentiate him from your other homies. He's Blaze. You're dead, dead homie. And because <laughs> he's dead, there are the maggots on him, and he's cool with that. Right. Um. There's nothing special about this song. <laughs> At least Blaze can stay on topic. That's that's the best I got for it. I have no other notes. So there's an. Uh, I'm just gonna bring this up because when will I ever have a chance to talk about this again? There's a there's a great story a while back about like a uh, a dude who he, he he was like a homeless guy who went into a hospital because like his leg was fucked up or some shit. And it turns out that his leg was like super fucking infected with like gangrene and shit like that. But he had, like, a carpet of fucking maggots over it that were literally, like, eating, you know, the bad shit that kept, like... It, it basically preserved his leg for him, so he was able to, like... They were able to save it because he just had fucking maggots, like, eating all the dead shit off his leg so it wouldn't, like... It didn't get badly, like, too badly infected. <laughs> fucking ruled. That's so gross. Well, maggots doing good work out there, man. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking gross, though. <laughs> and there's nothing to say about this there song. Isn't. You just had to have something for it's, it. It's just. Bl- I mean, I said all I had. I wrote. I wrote that down. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead. So He's maggots, so dead. you know. All right. Well, we're we're coming to the hump here. Let's, let's 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 talk about N word the song. Oh God, yeah. This is here I am featuring Twisted. Here I am, I'm right here, dog. Well, here I am, I'm right here, nigga. Here I am, I'm right here, bitch. Well, here I am, and I'm running with a hatchet. Here I am, a lunatic from head to toe. I sleep in cabins with the dead, but don't let nobody know that I'm not your ordinary, average, everyday type person. We keep it. Y'all niggas be rehearsing, cursing us, hoping that we disappear. But we've been in the game for so many, many years that we never gon' stop and we never gon' fade. Twisted in this bitch with the juggalo serenade, vampire, serial killer with an axe. I'm a maniac, serenade. 
nigga straight into a heart attack Life is like a relapse, can you see that? My name is Jamie Madrox, represented by the bat Dark night, dark skies, milk white eyes People of the sunlight better be advised There's a new breed of killer on the streets today Here I am, I'm a maniac What you say? Okay, so I made the joke before this, calling this N-Word the song. Uh-huh. And the reason I'd say that is because it's just so prominent in the chorus. Like, all over. They fucking yell it. Um, This is another one of the tracks where I'm like, Blaze is just fucking yelling. Like, oh, yeah. Um, Madrox said it three times. Uh-huh. I could have sworn it was way more there. I don't know. I recall hearing it quite a bit throughout this track, but oh, d- it's, it's it's I think more in Blaze's it's verse saturated. than anyone. But Minox or Madrox only had it once in the course and two in his verse, and I'm like, okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. We we do okay. So at the beginning of episodes, we do typically knowledge acknowledge that there are there may be new listeners at this point. Yeah. So uh, we have here's here's my problem. <laughs> Whenever I have to readdress something, I feel like I'm just treading old ground. And, you know, some people who have heard it for a while will be like, all right, here we go again. But, you know, we've covered this before. Yeah. Like, we'll just cover- don't. Just fucking don't. We've like, heard it before, and we'll probably be continually covering oh, it. Oh, yeah. Just- I mean, it stops at some point, yeah? <laughs> Great. Okay, I like that look. <laughs> I Yeah. But yeah, I, I brought this up. I, I think we have a couple more like years. Oh god, yeah. On I, I, on uh, as far as I'm really, I, I think I, I think I brought it up on the most tasteless episode or something like that, mm-hmm. where I said that I recognize like at at a certain point, like they they grew up around people, right? And it was just it. At the time, we didn't have, like, the interconnectivity that we do now where, like, you're connected to, like, the whole fucking world literally all the goddamn time, you know? The internet is just yeah, there. It's, Boom. it's literally, like, your community is you, what you, you see know. see everything. And in their community at the time, like, yeah, you know, they, they were hooked up with a lot of people who were probably incredibly cool with that and all that stuff, but there comes a point where you become cognizant of the fact that there are people outside your community who are like, hey, that's very not cool. And you recognize, like, yeah, that probably is not very cool. And you just stop doing that. Uh, 2001? 2001 was some heavy internet time. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I mean... In this post-9-11 world that this album was released in... Oh, that's right. This did come out after 9-11. I mean, it wasn't made before that. It was made before, but, you know, whatever. This is is right at the come down. (laughs) the come down. Here we go. Shout out to But Um, it's like a thing. I feel like you gotta, you gotta at some point become cognizant of that. And it seems like it takes them... I think that uh, I think that there's a there's a point in psychopathic's history where it just it does like have a final thing. I think it's like o two or o three. I think is like the last one where a white person dropping the n bomb is like the final one. Um, you know, like <laughs> it's just yeah, it's 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 a cheap word to use. Indeed, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there there was like there there was a there was like a meme like a long time ago it was making fun of Lil Wayne and it's like man I'm so glad that the n-word rhymes with the n-word <laughs> like <laughs> oh jeez but like I feel like at this point it's 
like in their music, especially like in this one, it's not being used directly at anyone. Mm. It's the word is being used in the same manner of if I'm saying a sentence and I end it with the word man. Yeah, like, I do know. you know what I'm saying, man? Oh, I know what they're saying. I, right. I know what they're doing. Right, <laughs> right. It's just except for some of the uses of it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Like, it replaces any reference to another person that they would need to make. Right, right. And any nondescript reference to another human being, they can just throw it in there. Now, I just thought of something. Go on. I don't remember hearing at all on this album. We're only halfway through, but I want to bring this up now. Our other problematic thing that we tend to go over, are there any F-bombs dropped on this album? do not recall. I don't, I don't think I heard think so. any. No. I don't recall one. Which is a big deal at this point. A little bit, yeah. That's like, something. some of the last, like, albums in a row have had it. Yeah. So... They hit another one, though, so... I don't quite remember, but I'm we'll sure get we'll get there. It. We'll get to it. Um, but yeah, this song, this is another one of the songs that was not on the re-release. Mm. Um, I'm not sure why, honestly. Unless it just seemed uh, not tasteful. Oh no! There is one that I want. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, I wanted to talk about something too. Wait, can I say it? Can I say it first? Can I say it first? Can I, say it? I don't. I don't know if it's going to be the same thing. Is it monoxide? Yeah. Can I, can I say a thing? Can Can I ask you a question? Sure. Monoxide calls out fake ass biggies and Tupacs. Is he talking? <laughs> I, I just want to say. I think everybody on this track is a fake ass biggie and Tupac. <laughs> That is not what I was going to talk I about. I want to point out that they're all... I think everybody on this track was in Psychopathic Riders. <laughs> Who's the fake-ass Biggie and Tupac Monoxide? <laughs> That's not what I was going to talk about. Go on. Uh, Monoxide casually date-raping. I missed it. Yeah. I was too caught up in them being fake-ass Biggie's and I, Tupac's. I, 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 slip your, uh, I slip your girl oh, a little shit, drink and now she's like... And when and when she woke up, she called the police or whatever. And I'm like, now mind you, that is actually something that we didn't talk about, and we don't die. I missed it too. There is a line where he says, "We the most serious thing on the market on the market since date rape." Oh, yeah. Hmm. That's a line that just gets kind of like thrown under. It's not cool. Don't fucking do it. No. No means no. Don't fucking do it. Don't be fucking assholes. Well, on that subject, let's move on to the next song. What's the next song? Uh, Hood Rats. Yeah, so it's like, um, Blaze had told me that you was, you know, one of them hood rats and that I could get my dick sucked. So, um, basically I was wondering, you know, what's up on some ass? The sun goes down and I crept out the cemetery Looking for hood rat hoes like this bitch Mary Known to fuck, yeah. known to suck Every nigga that I know done been in the guns But when it came to me, she wanted to fuck Said my kid was dirty and smelled the dead fuck She probably would've kept talking if I let her But I slapped her in the mouth and put my dick in for pleasure Then she started acting right it got excited, the story done changing in the pussy, I'm invited She wanted me to tax the pussy, wax the pussy, go to outside, ho 
Let me let me break down some stuff here real quick. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna start with the good. And then it's the bad. ABK's last verse almost has a bit of a it was a good day kind of vibe to it. You know? Yeah. That okay. that's that's what I'm feeling out of some of that. And I, I feel like this track would have been pretty good as that kinda that kind of track in general, you know? I, I feel like it would have like the beat and all that stuff. Yeah, it all would it, it all would have meshed pretty well in general for that kind of a song as as like a psychopathic track like that mm-hmm. in that vein. And then the rest is just misogyny with Blaze openly admitting to raping a woman. Hmm. In the first verse, we heard it. Bring up the lyrics. Go, just read through them. Go for it. Is that? We're just gonna take a break here. I'll cut out all the silence. So I mean, you read past it already. Oh, you literally read past it. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah, it's not. You cannot like. It's not. You cannot fuck somebody into it not being a rape all of a sudden. Like you can't do that. Like it's it's a rape, and that's what that is. I'm just gonna tell you all some something. Uh-huh. If a person does not want to be fucked, if you fuck them. It's a rape. <laughs> no matter what, no matter what the opinion is afterwards, you fucking did that. <laughs> like, you... sorry, I didn't look at get, it that way. Just throw that at you. I didn't look at it that way, and that's not amazing. <sighs> so that's that track. I mean, so that's what I got for it. <laughs> I mean, I love this fucking beat, though. It's like, a good it's beat. Got that old school beat. That's what I'm saying. And I think that they just do good storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> I like ABK on it. ABK's good. He's, he's, he's alright. He's dope. Like I said, I like his last verse. It's really good. It's yeah, that that's vibe. that's the it was a good day. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I said. His last verse. He even says it. Vibe. Yeah, he does. It was a good day. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> alright, we moving on. Uh, do you have anything else? I I don't. I don't. I I do like the song a lot though. Like I said, it's the, catchy. The chorus is fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know yeah <laughs> alright it would have been the best track on Carnival of Carnage how'd we end up back there again <laughs> up next Hatchet Love up next Hatchet love. Take 
literally just that verse and it's basically just an interlude this gets played at concerts yeah. um i think that on the deluxe g edition this is like the second track um which would make a lot more sense i guess if this was literally like the first track on the album i'd be like okay this makes sense sure like, like if you, i'm if you, understanding what we're gonna get out of this. do you mean if it was instead of the intro track or right after the intro right after the eulogy okay i can see that yeah yeah like it it would eulogy the casket hatchet love grave in no place okay i would have i would have had that and i think it would have been fine um I mean, but, I showed you my exclusive note to this. <laughs> it is just an introduction to, to Blaze You Dead Homie. This is actually a song that I wouldn't have minded if it was longer, because the instrumental is fucking great. It's a good instrumental. It's like really it. good. Like, the, the fucking riff, it's heavy. It sounds super fucking good. Oh, yeah. And it's just kind of sad that it gets wasted on, you know, a minute 20. I don't think it was wasted. It could have been longer. Yeah. It would have been more fun. I think. I don't know... I mean, it's something that we got the gist of that one verse, so it would have had to have been a different... It, it couldn't have been expanding on that verse. It would have to be, right. make a new song. Well, uh, remember that thing that I said I was just going to bring up later? Are we Are we doing it now? No, we're going to do it after this next track. Oh. Okay. <laughs> do you have I anything think, else to go? I think I'm... <laughs> do, do you have anything else? No. Alright. Because I got something on that. So we're going to go too. into the next track. This is uh, Saturday Afternoon. It's a Saturday afternoon on the east side, massing in a bucket, sipping up a mother hot pocket, looking so, so you know I got to Saturday afternoon. So, the thing that I've been holding off saying, when you were talking about, uh, you know, Blaze having, like, ABK on all these tracks, and, like, you know, maybe he could have, you know, had more tracks where it was just him and all that stuff, mm -hmm. 
I'll be straight up with you. Okay. I don't believe Blaze has the material to do something like that repeatedly. Because he rehashes all the time. The nut, let me let me just run something by you. I believe I have heard him talk about having a 12-gauge with which he will rob or shoot somebody. I think a solid, like, three times in this album. Like, up to this point, I think there are more to come. It is... He... Look, if... Oh, my God. Okay. Imagine if the only thing Tech 9 had was Caribou Lou. That'd be very disappointing. And that that was the only reference that he could drop in a track. That'd be really disappointing. Personally, that's what I feel we get from Blaze. Every once in a while, like you get like nasty in there. It is so out of left okay. field because everything okay. else is Blaze talking but, about being your dead homie but, with a twelve gauge hold on. or a Mac ten. Hold on, though. What track are we on? Track twelve. <sighs> Of 15. Oh, no, we're coming up to 12. This is 11. Oh, sorry, this is 11. track 11. Okay, but it took it took 11 songs. You said that on track 3 on his EP. Uh, remember, I was holding it in. <laughs> when did you want to bring it up initially? Oh, I wanted to bring it up, like, a while ago, but I wanted <laughs> to wait until I could just really hammer it in. Because you, I, I showed you my notes. Yep. Hatchet Love and Saturday Afternoon, right in a row. I was just like, oh, here we go. Let's find out about who this Blaze character is. He's so mysterious, and he's never really introduced himself to us. And so, this... Also, I don't know if you noticed that. That's literally what I had to say about Maggot Face. Yeah. That's, uh, let me go back. Hang on a second. I mean, straight out of Detroit, he was just doing that. Yeah. That's all he did on that. Juggalo Anthem. I mean... So this comes into the... The Casket. Grave ain't no place. He's done it this entire album. This, this... The eulogy, technically still doing that, but it's Jump Steady. This circles back to the idea, um... Again, there's no actual proof of this. It there was a suggestion that, uh... be Blaze writing this. Yeah. That it was Madrox doing it. Did he write his EP, though? Uh, I think that Blaze may have wrote that. I don't know for sure. I can't remember because I don't have it on me. All right. But let me double check. I just put the booklet back, but let me double check on this one. Okay. Uh, because it says, uh, all songs were produced, written and produced by Mike P and Twisted, unless noted. Oh. So, Mike P and Twisted wrote and produced. Yeah. Blaze has no credits for writing. He has no writing credits at all. No. Not even, like, in on specific tracks? Nope. Interesting. Nope. Not a one. Um, and I know that in the Deluxe G edition, it says written by The Power of the Pen. Ah, I see. Um, which means, are we going to criticize uh, Mr. Chris, Mr. Blaze, or are we criticizing Jimmy Madrox? And if that's the case, it has to be both. However, this album performed much better than oh, it did. the original EP. I mean, like, I'm gonna say it, like, his, like, it's better in a lot of ways. I mean, I think part of that also, I feel like we have to throw a lot of credit to Mike P for that. He did really good shit on this. Mm-hmm. 
and the tracks do stand out in a lot of different ways. I think that there's also it's just the content that's the issue. Yeah, it's just his. I can his verses are just they're interchangeable. I I can I'll I'll, I'll lean towards you on that one. I'll, I'll I'll agree. It's and that's one of the that's another one of the reasons why whenever I first got the album, I didn't really jump into it that much. Mm. Like there were some songs I was like, oh, this is really good, like Juggalo Anthem, awesome. Oh, that's good. Um. And, and like, Hood Rats I liked. But a lot of the other ones, I was like, eh, I don't care. Now I appreciate them more. Sure. But, yeah, I mean, we have... You have your typical ICP song. This song's about killing bigots. Ha <laughs> You know? You have your typical Twisted songs. We're so good and no one will appreciate us despite being really good. <laughs> <laughs> Is that rude? Um, and now we're getting the... I'm Blaze. I do gangster things. Yes. <laughs> Did I tell you that I'm dead? Um, and unfortunately, I think that becomes a thing with any body killer. <laughs> I think it, I think it's the it's the case with any of these people on Psychopathic because they are a character. Yeah. And it's like they're just doing what's being typecast. Right. I, well, that's the thing. I mean, like. It's really one note characters, <laughs> right? And but and that's... even even with Jay and Shaggy, though, I mean, like they are characters to a point. Yeah, but they're all still they're also still like speaking, like they have a message. You know what I mean? Right. They have something that they do want to say. I, at times, it's muddled and just incoherent, but. For the most part, like I get what they're going for, mm-hmm. and I feel like they have something. I feel like Blaze. I'm, Blaze, I think the issue with I feel with like he's is, rapping just to rap, and right? That's okay. No, and I think I think one of the issues is, and we we talked about like how some of these other like how the albums are fitting into like what ICP's like dark Car- dark carnival mythos. Oh, he's is entirely doing. separate. It's yeah, he has nothing going. Like he mentions in the booklet, there's there's references to to the dark carnival in there. Yeah, he is, but nothing is brought up here. He's an extension least, of the psychopathic riders mythos. It, it feels like it. At least with Twisted on Freak Show, we got a bit of of dark yeah. carnival stuff here and there. But Blaze is just the gangster who somehow got resurrected. Yeah. I, and they could try and spin and say that it was the magic of the Dark Carnival that did it, but they don't say it. Right. And that's and the problem. Like, why, though? Like, Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just... Does he need to be, like, the bodyguard for the Dark Carnival? Really? <laughs> like, is... What's he doing? Like, what's... What is... What does he give a shit about? Yeah, it's... <laughs> like... Money and hood rats, you That's know? it, yeah. That's, that's what it is. So, I mean, yeah, like... And hey, if, if you're disagreeing with us, that's fine. That's you can disagree, but this is the way that we're viewing this. The this music, is my read on Blaze. The music can be good, but the character and and what they're about is flawed. I feel like he's not bringing much to the table. Like, I think that in some later albums, we at least get topics of differentiating uh, subjects that, you know, at least we get something different out of that. Does it mesh with, you know, ICP's vision of what they should and I mean even ICP has has, you know, shifted away from, from their own stuff. Like after the after the um sixth dropped and they released some other stuff here and there, yeah. they weren't referencing the Dark Carnival and shit. And then people hate those albums. <laughs> and it's like 
Well, fuck it, make up your minds. Well, I think now um, we're going to get into Blaze taking a trip away from what he usually does here. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in this next track that we got here. And what's that next track that we got here? That's uh, Given Half the Chance. topic for you to discuss in all of your songs he'd just be um, blaze your homie you'd only have like one thing to talk about <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> that wasn't even a note it just came to me before <laughs> we're talking about i didn't even go there this is a big schmoz with uh, yeah. twisted and icp so jay's got some aspirations mm-hmm. you know he talks about like like he, get, he gets pretty deep in like his first verse is like Whatever, you mm-hmm. know, he's talking about whatever, just being able to do a live shit. Yeah. Uh, then his other verse that he has in this, he's talking, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, that, that weird, like, interlude thing, I don't like it. Yeah, he, he goes into, like, the like the ICP, like, fucking, what's what's the term that I'm looking for? It's like their, uh, their mission statement, yeah. almost. <laughs> and he throws that into that verse. Shaggy! Shaggy sounds like he's got some regrets going on. He's like, why did I treat people the way I did? I don't like Shaggy's verse. Oh, it's whatever. I think, I think he's like the worst one on this. Blaze. Blaze just wants to see some people again. Like, man, I wish, I wish I'd talk to people more. Mm-hmm. Monoxide, he wants to fuck with people. Hey, man, if I was a ghost, fucking imagine that shit. Jamie. <laughs> he just wants to, like, not be dead. Half of his verse isn't like, what would I do? It's like, no, I'm I'm dead and that really sucks. And then like the last line, he's like, I could be alive again. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> and I'm like, Jamie, what are you doing? What are you doing on this track? <laughs> Should this have just been a Dark Lotus song? Maybe. Oh, it doesn't sound like it. I don't know. It doesn't really have like a... It has half of a Dark Lotus sound to it. Yeah. It, it's got some parts some, of it. Some of the some of the tracks that were on Tales from Lotus Pod. That's true. Yeah. Like, I mean, this, this could have been on there. Um, yeah, as far as, like, songs that feature, like, everybody or damn near everybody, this is kind of a mediocre one, in my opinion. Yeah, it's really Um, I, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of it. If it's on, cool. Um, I am just, like, whatever. I feel like, uh, as, so it's, it's a weird one, because as far as tracks looking back on what, what would I do with my life if I, if I had the chance to, to fix things... This one comes off as just like 
really fucking weak. Mm-hmm. You know, like it doesn't doesn't have much. But at the same time, I I do find a little bit of like a like as far as blazes goes, where he's just like, you know, I wish I talked to my homies more. I'm like, I feel that, you know, yeah. that's that kind of shit. Where it's like, that's that's honestly something. I having never died before, I wouldn't know. <laughs> But as a living people who has known people who have died, I certainly feel that from my side. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's a whole thing. And, you know, like, just talking about, like, the small things like that, I'm like, I feel like those are, like, like, you know, we have pretty big regrets and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I wish I hadn't done that. But then, like, a lot of it just comes down to there are a lot of small things that I could have just done more. You know? Yeah. I, I feel I feel like that's that's Blaze doesn't say it, you know, much, but I feel like his his verse sort of gets to the heart of that kind of thing, you mm. know? The the small things that you should have done more. Right. I can, you know what? I agree. I feel it. I'll agree with you on that, man. Good job for writing a different verse, Blaze. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm legit proud of you, man. Like, I know I've been harsh and you know, I I do it cuz I was going to say I do it because I love you, but I do it because that's just what I'm here to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking my truth. <laughs> I don't know you. Never met you. Maybe He's, you're okay. He seems really nice. Okay. Just Maybe someday. Any, anytime I've met him, he seems like a really cool dude. Someday when we make it to the... He doesn't go to the gathering, does he? No one oh, from him, no. and he does anymore. <laughs> oh, no. I have no chance then. <laughs> Someday I mean, when I travel to Ohio. <laughs> I mean, you could you could always go to a concert with me that'll have Blaze. Yeah, I'd have to, like, do that then. He's actually going to be touring uh, with Boondocks and uh, Ala Zola Lou, but they are not coming to Pittsburgh, and I'm kind of bummed. That's rough. Because they usually come to, like, Cleveland if, play, if a concert doesn't go to Pittsburgh, it usually goes to Cleveland. Yeah, I think they are. I just... I, it, it, it's against my religion to go to other states that, uh, that, that you know, for a concert. Joke. Fun fact: the uh, tonight as uh, they have recording, uh, ICP is uh, performing in Kent. I think tonight. Oh, really? um, yeah, they're doing like weekend shows this uh, this month, hmm. and uh, I was asked to go, and I'm like, I can't. That's I can't just fuck going to ICP, especially not like out I can't. of state. <laughs> not going out of state when I have to work the next day. So. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, but yeah, that's you know what? Yeah, given half the chance. Yeah. Moving on, we're coming to the home stretch here. Oh yeah, track thirteen. You can't hurt me. You're about to hear a tale of an indestructible man. He's dead and he's pissed. He's roaming the streets at night, looking for ways to die. Should you encounter him, the undead, the dead ass zombie? Do yourself a favor and get the fuck out. Kill you. You, you can't, you can't hurt me now. I see you do. Nothing's stopping me. 
So, whenever you uh, you brought up that uh, I believe Juggalo Anthem, yes, is like his "We Don't Die." Mm-hmm. I'd put this one pretty high up there on that. Honestly. This is this this, this, this is a uh, this sounds like this seems like it would be a track that would fucking blow up. Oh, for I... him. and it's kind of cool. Like, okay, we we've criticized Blaze about having only like one or two topics to talk about. This is a very Blaze song, but it's also a very is... ICP kind of song. Kind of just because of like his description of the stuff. But my thing is, is he's actually like, whenever he's talked about being dead, all he said is, I'm dead. Right. With this one, he's actually describing the shit of, I'm dead, so this is all the shit that's happening right. because of that. This, this is Like, you're trying to stop me? No, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I've already been stopped and now I'm going again. Right. Like, you are fucked. So, yeah. No, I like it. Madrox owns that fucking hook. Mm, I love hook. it. It's a really good hook. Just everything about it is fun. I I feel like I feel like I've never heard him do this at concerts. And Weird. Yeah, like, and I want it real bad, but I also feel like it might be a bit of like too fast paced. That's weird. I know it's dumb, but like that could be legit be a reason why I would think they wouldn't do it because most of his stuff is a little bit more like mellow tempo yeah i mean it is but Brandon, he's not really rapping like fast on this. no he's not he's not like chopping it up or anything but, but he's, yeah he's going at a good clip but i, mean, I feel like he could do I yeah know, I, I don't know i don't see a reason why he wouldn't but it's i don't know i i love this track i always have um it's just uh, it, it does it ticks the boxes in my opinion for what an early blaze song should be i feel that um yeah, I got I got nothing else on it. I just really <laughs> fucking like this song. Instrumental's great. Blaze knows what he's talking about. Um, I like the part where he uh, he talks about uh, his his tongue getting cut off, so he sews it back on. And then his the way he raps after that is just yeah <laughs> questionable. Yeah, I do recall. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I love the song. I love it. It's fun. It's good. Yeah. Anything else on it? See, I didn't write a lot down here. You didn't. I I was just like, it's a really good track, and it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just that's me. And this I, track I, is just too good. Everything about it is amazing. And I said it's still just Blaze, <laughs> but it is that that is that is a point. Like he is he is going a little bit more on what he's what he's about. Expand. He's not he's not just don't just be the surface level part. Yeah, he's he's still doing a lot of the stuff, but. He's he's getting there. He, yeah. He's making things intertwine. Yes. Track 14, Thug for Life. I was a G in life, but still a G in death. And if you think I'm not a thug, don't hold your breath. My name is Blaze, and I roll with anybody killer. Drive-by on this bitch, you bitch nigga. All you scary bitches shut up and go inside.
I said earlier that basically any time that ABK and Blaze are on track together, it's basically just drive-by. Yeah. This is drive-by. Yeah. Like, it's straight up. It's drive-by. <laughs> they call it out. And this is, I think, the best song that drive-by has ever fucking done. This came out in 2001, and mm-hmm. I don't think that they've topped it yet. Damn. Um, uh, it's just, oh, man. It just... I love this beat. It's so good. I said it to you, you before. Yeah, you're going to say it again right here. This beat is a first draft from Random Access Memories by Daft Punk. <laughs> Straight up. Like, like that that electronic instrumental. Who did this? Was this a what? Mike P or was this a Fritz? Oh, you know what? Let me check. Um, that plus the, plus the fucking drum set. It works mm-hmm. real well for some reason. All right. Let's see. Thug for Life. This is actually done by Fritz. I figured it so would have been. So this is a Fritz this, one. This is incredibly not Mike P. <laughs> like, um, Based off of the two albums that we've heard. Uh, uh, you know, that's a lot. It's a big sample size. Oh, uh, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, like, just everything about this song is is what their group, their duo, Drive-By, should be. Like, yeah. Blaze comes off as just you know, hungry and angry. Yeah. Like, this is one of the tracks where he's, like, yelling the whole fucking time. Okay? Whereas ABK is just, like, he doesn't even seem like a hype man or nah. a sidekick. Like, they seem like they're on equal level here. Yeah. Um, ABK and- takes some time in one of his verses. Uh, oh, A, A, he lets me down here, but... Mm. Mm. Go, go ahead to cover it. We, you and I talked about this. Yes. Okay. ABK drops an N-bomb. Yeah. Now, we've long been saying, if you're not black... You, you don't, don't, re- don't reclaim a slur that isn't directed at you. Just don't do it. That's, like, <laughs> it's... And again, this is us outside looking in, and he is not white. He is Native American. Yeah. Now... There are countless people who are not black and not white mm-hmm. who still say it. Right. And while I think some people call it out, other people's are like, nah. I think like, a, a like, notable difference, for example, mm-hmm. let me let me throw this out there. Because I've brought him up before, but let's let's go back to it. My my favorite Puerto Rican and Cuban rapper, Fat Joe. Uh I feel like there's a difference whenever he is on it, whenever he drops it on a track like All I Do Is Win, where he is literally, like, I feel like he can't get away with that if other people aren't cool with it. Where he is surrounded by Nicki Minaj, P. Diddy, (laughs) fucking Busta Rhymes. (laughs) I guess, like, okay, give me, give me one second, because there was one that, like, I really wanted to, to like, figure out. On here, I feel like his usage is no different than, like, Blaze doing that. Like, okay, think of, like, like Be Real from Cypress Hill. I don't know. Like, he is, let's see, he was born in L.A. to a Mexican father and a Cuban mother. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't state that he's Afro-Cuban, he's just, you know. Yeah. That. Drops it in yeah. music, and that's like, 
It just happens. And I'm trying to see, like... I'll call it out when a white person's saying it. Mm -hmm. But can I justify calling it out to somebody who is not white, but also not black? It's... That's that's a gray area to me. I mean, like, I don't... The, the problem is that... Like, we're, we're not black, so we're like, no, no you can't say that. I mean, a, 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 <laughs> an additional problem that comes in is that, like, simply not being... Like, being a non-white person, mm -hmm. like, doesn't mean that, like, you can't also be really racist towards black people. Oh, I mean... And I mean, I'm not saying that definitely. they are, but I mean, like, I'm still saying, like, you just don't do it? Like... You, you, I mean, yeah, we're looking at, like, <laughs> look at everything that happened in America's past. We have literally just... Anybody who's not white has just been completely fucked. Yeah. People who are black... People who are Native American, people who are Chinese, and people who are Japanese. We very helpfully, throughout history, redefined what white meant the moment that certain people who, at the time, were not considered white, uh, started joining in on the dirty work of oppressing other people, like the Italians. It was really, really cool the way that we did that. We were like, hey guys, we'll consider you white if you also hate black people like look us. At, look, at, look at, like... There was a time when, you know, uh, people who were Irish yeah. were looked down upon. Same and I'm thing. like, they're fucking pale as shit. Yeah. <laughs> because whiteness isn't a real fucking thing. No. It's just, it's it's constructed horse shit. It's it's a clusterfuck. But oh, yeah. that was the thing. That's that's like the the quote unquote biggest problem that I think is is in this song is ABK dropping an end bomb, which, if I remember correctly, that is the only one I've ever heard him say. Oh. It does not happen on any other songs in the future. Nothing that I've heard before. Weird. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I it's 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 random, but it's whatever. Um, if non-white listeners would like to weigh in, please do so. Yeah, I appreciate it. If we have non-white listeners, please. Let me... <laughs> and I think everybody that listens is white. But anyways, I could be wrong. But um, who knows. The, uh, the I chorus. think we have one person in Jordan. Please. Yeah. <laughs> um, that chorus. What do you think about the chorus? It's not right chorus. You know, like I said, it is. It, if it if, still harkens to like a Daft Punk kind of sound. If I remember correctly, that is Madrox oh. doing the chorus. Interesting. Um, I love the fact that it is impossible to understand what's being said. Right. <laughs> um, way back, um, Psychopathic used to do a thing called the Hatchet Herald. Um, it used to be like an actual um letter in the mail that people get would newsletter. get. newsletter. But uh, then it became like an email. So mm -hmm. I used to get that. It was like once a month. And um, people would send in questions for the uh, for that and ask <laughs> specific artist stuff. And somebody actually asked Blaze. I wish I could find the Hatchet Herald that says it, but I can't find it for the life of me. I hate that. But somebody was like, hey, what's what? how does the chorus go in Thug for Life? And he says it. And I did find it online. But it has words that I can't say. Yeah, it's dropping no, it's, it's in there. Um, it's on genius. Yeah, it is on genius. Um, but normally, whenever he's because he's performed this live, and it sucks because he only does the first verse because obviously ABK starts the beginning half of the second one. Right. Um, they don't actually do the chorus. Like it'll play, 
mm-hmm. but they'll just be doing like a, like a wave your hands from side to side. Oh yeah. But uh, just I love everything about this track. <laughs> it's like just so good. If you go to my Instagram from like last month or something else, you can hear me yelling ABK's <laughs> verse the second. Oh. Yeah. So what I was going to say uh, prior to to that, mm-hmm. uh, in ABK's verse, I will say, he at least uh, does a little bit like he he talks a bit about like the inner conflict of like the kind of shit that he's rapping about, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm like, all right. Oh, the part at the end. Uh, in his, in it, his second it's, verse? it's in like his last verse, yeah. Or oh, where he's uh, he's, sorry, it's gonna take me a second. I need to bring up genius so that I can. I think I know exactly what you're saying, yeah. but I know that Blaze starts off the, that verse. Where are you going to be ten years from now, swimming in the gates of hell saying that you was down? I think that's it. Yeah, He, he, says, he says some shit in, and I'm like, maybe that might have been his first... I don't fucking know. <laughs> Man, Genius would load properly, I'd be able to look it up. Genius has been really bad recently. Oh, I said no, not that. intro to the hood. Get the fuck out of here. Why is that even in here? Oh, it's the late night getting high, thinking oh. in my mind, hoping everything's gonna be all right. Oh, well, that's his first verse. That's his first verse. I didn't. I it's verse two, but it's yeah. His well, first there you verse. go. It. None of them are labeled on this track. Well, they're really unlike bad. the rest of them. Fight them. And you know he's. Yeah, he's he's talking about just yeah. You know, people left him and stuff. He, you know, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, ain't, I, ain't nobody he can trust, man. I'm like, that's this is this is a digging fucking, into some stuff there. It's it's a fucking great song. I mean, it's sad that it took the second to last track to yeah. get to to get here. I appreciate when somebody will step away from like an entire album worth of yeah, man, this life is fucking great i mean like it sounds miserable on the face but i'm talking about how fucking great it is right <laughs> to be like this fucks me up <laughs> yeah no it's good it's just everything and like i said i think this is drive-by's best track they've ever done um i'm sorry if that makes you less enthused about getting into any other tracks <laughs> that they do um but yeah, that's that's legit how I feel. I love this. I love everything about this track. Like this is one of the songs where it comes on, I do not skip it, and occasionally I listen to it more than once in a row. <laughs> it's that fucking good. But hey, where are we at right now? We at the end. Oh, we're at the end. This is track fifteen. This is called Hatchet Execution. <laughs> Like anybody killer, I'm stopping through your 
smoking blunts at the show. Think about it. You gotta give it up to Blaze. I mean, the guy is fucking dead in 47 different ways. Yeah, he's leaving heaven hanging and chilling with his boys. At least until they get his room ready in the nether void. For now, he hits the joint until it ain't none left. Which ain't bad for a dead guy, supposedly with no breath. Death ain't scary. Look at Blaze. He's straight. Even with the maggots and all, he looks great. Because I take out my action and I quickly start axing. I go Just a hatchet execution. A psychopathic execution. Alrighty. That's hatchet execution. That is. And we didn't even hear Blaze. Sampling. Another track. Oh? It samples another execution. By Above the Law. Oh, no shit. From 1990. No shit. Yeah. Huh. I did not know that. Look at you doing that, doing that research. Oh, it's because I was looking up something else, and I just looked at all of Blaze's yeah. samples, and it was in there. Huh. No shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. They really like uh, above the law. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. Yep. Um. Who was this? Who, was who produced this? Uh. This sounds. I'm, I'm going to say it before this. It actually sounds like it could have been a Mikey Clark. It does sound like it could have been Mikey Clark. Uh, but it's not. It's, it's not. Straight up Mike straight P. Straight up Mike P? Okay. Mike P. Mike Peasy for Um, This is uh, what what comes to be known as the typical family track. Hmm. Um, we had uh, we had Blaze on this. We got ICP. We got Twisted. We got ABK. And we have Sin. On the vocals uh, in the in the chorus, Sin is uh, he would become the lead singer in the group Zug Island. Oh, okay. Um, we will hear a lot of Sin on the sixth. Oh. Um, because he's still there a lot. But uh, but yeah, this this is literally a track of hey, fucking put everybody on here and go this at it. This sounds like it would have been like a split between a Dark Lotus and a Riders track. It's like a hybrid. It's weird because I don't get that at all. Really? <laughs> yeah. I at least would hear some riders in it. Uh, this, this comes off as some riders stuff to me. Maybe they should have just literally taken the entire instrumental from above the lawn and just maybe done that. Maybe they did. They should have. <laughs> and then just done that and, you know, just changed the references to Blaze. Right. <laughs> make it a riders song. The thing, they're too overt with Juggalo references in it for it to be riders that quite. That is true. And like some of it, that's why that's why I would connect it to Lotus. Is this a Lotus track? Is this it's considered not, one? No. Okay. It's There's one track on here that was considered a Lotus track. Nothing on here. Is this one is considered a Lotus. This is one is listed as Dark Lotus on Genius. what? Yeah, Genius is fucking wrong. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Because it doesn't even say it in their book. Like right. in the booklet of of One Less G. This is the problem that a lot of people have. The like the they'll do and I hate it because it's fucking wrong okay is any time it's, it's what I said earlier about like oh there's this Shaggy 2 Dope solo track and Violent J's featured on it it's just an ICP song it's like no they're differentiating it because it's this person's song putting everybody on this track does not make it Dark Lotus it doesn't 
It do though. Also, ABK wasn't in Dark Lotus at the time, so it's not Dark Lotus. Like, if anything, uh, Given Half the Chance could have been a Dark Lotus song, which, hey, I think we said that. <laughs> like, but no, just because you have all the people on there, it's not Dark Lotus. There's a song that comes out in, I think it's 2003, um, on somebody else's album that features everybody from Psychopathic. And on one of the sites that I was, like, trying to find lyrics for, they say, like, blah, 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 featuring Dark Lotus and blank. And I'm like, no, it's not Dark Lotus. Just because people are on there, Dark Lotus is a... It is its own thing, and Dark Lotus is talking about specific stuff, more often than not. They have their own topics they go over. This is not Dark Lotus. I am fucking... I get really, really passionate about that because it makes me so goddamn mad. The Wraith is a Dark Lotus album. What the... F no! No, it's not... How? Dark Lotus album. No! <laughs> this 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 mug is a Dark Lotus I album. I hate you so fucking much right now. <laughs> Do you have anything you, else on this? Did you pass me my Dark Lotus wallet? Fuck off. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have no, anything else it, on this? Again, it, it it does sound like like half of a riotous thing. And actually, now thinking about it, it sounds a lot like a uh, a track off of Soul Veggies that I'm gonna have to bring up at some point. <laughs> um, I like that we get Blaze uh, giving out shout outs mm -hmm. um, for a long time. <laughs> oh, he yeah, so like, long that they cut the music. He's like, no. no. Put that shit back yeah, on! Yeah. <laughs> Violent J's just in the background, like, uh, you're yelling. Uh. It's like, Violent J, you yell. Man, he's been doing that this entire album. Man. Yeah. I don't know why you just noticed it now. And then, and then, after about six minutes, the song is over, right? Yeah. No! No, that's it. No, it keeps... Nothing else. There is silence until 13 minutes and 16 seconds. I know you didn't need to know that, because you could automatically do this. But hey, we're just going to talk right now. Yeah. Because we have a phone call going on. We have a series of phone calls. A series of phone and calls. let me tell you something. This is like the one time in... Are we going to talk about the same fucking thing? Because I have an opinion on this. This is the one time on a Psychopathic Records album where I was like... Hey dog, are you These are all right song? prank calls. So, except so. All right, listen. Hold on. Also, oh, I want to bring something up actually real quick about about hatched execution actually. Take the end of it. Say that real quick. It's pronounced Alex Abyss. Oh yeah, we did get that. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> he just says it. Nice. <laughs> Anyhow, You're welcome. So he was but Alex is calling um, Chris right now, Blaze, letting him know that uh, they lost the entire album with the exception of like two songs. Yeah. Um, um, so when we, when we listened to Jekyll Brothers, we had one skit of Madrox at the drive-thru, um, and Violent J was the person on the other end. But all the other skits that took place were done by the Jerky Boys. And they were prank calls to, you know, people in Psychopath, like, their touring department or shit like that. Like, but it was people, it was, it wasn't ICP making the phone calls, it was the Jerky Boys. Right. And we were like, this is, this is dumb. This is just, 
It, it was just a bunch of people annoying people trying to right. do their jobs. And it wasn't, like, funny annoying. It was just, no, you're being just obnoxious. Um, it's funny, because I don't even remember, like, listening to this skit for, like, ever until we started doing these lists. This is Blaze just being incredibly tired and just like, oh right. my god, I'm are you like, kidding me? I'm, like, hearing this, and I'm like, man, he's taking this, like, fairly well, but obviously, like, they woke him up. Yeah. Um... Well, let's give it a second. I'm here on. Alright, dog. We're on that flood. I'll call you back, man. Alright. Alright, peace. And everybody goes... Because at first, when you're hearing this, you're like, oh, shit, this is actually something that happened. Right. And then everybody's like, oh, shit, we got him. He's so fucking... <laughs> yeah. And they're like... So then, this devolves into, I think it's three more phone calls. Oh, yeah. They they bring, like, they have everyone else yeah. in the studio basically call him up to now to make it seem more real. Now, what's my general opinion about skits? You usually don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like them being just placed, like, at the end of a track, like, in the song itself. Yeah, yeah. If it's a separate thing, okay, that's different. Right. Because I can skip that. But as a last track where it just runs into nothing. I am going against that. Huh. I would have really liked for them to have spread these out throughout <laughs> the CD. And then the final phone call. <laughs> be the hidden track. I can see that. I really, really would have liked that. It would have sounded better than the fucking Jerky Boys calls in Jekyll Brothers. Um, because, like, aside from them, like, laughing about the situation, like, after each phone call, it would have made it seem, like, a little bit more real. But at this, we're also getting, like, oh, shit, they're just playing their joke on him. This is actually kind of funny. But at when I think about that, I'm also like, that might have been, like, too much, it might have been too jarring uh, to hear throughout the album, because there's really no skits. There's there's literally one at the end of Grave Ain't No Place, and one at the end of uh, Saturday Afternoon. Everything else is song, for the most part. Yeah. Which is fucking great. Oh, yeah. Keep up with that shit. Spoiler alert, they fucking don't. Um... Go figure. But we just get this, um, and this this skit, if I want to call it that, it is goes long. For a while, yeah. It's long. It is like this several track, phone calls. Um, so yeah, that kicked in at what was it, thirteen sixteen, I think. Yeah. And this album is, or this song goes twenty two eighteen. Yeah. So this is nine minutes long. Yeah. Um, I also want to know like how much time was spent in between each phone call because yeah. it seems like it's immediate, but I think it does jump a little. I figure because I mean like you can't just do a one after it's very obvious at that point. But I think I think my favorite thing is like at the very end of it whenever like nah man we're just fucking with you like I can just picture in my mind like Blaze just like putting his gun back. <laughs> the fact that like. So, I mean, are we when Alex was like, hey, man, sorry, like, your car got got impounded. And, he's, and, like, Mike P even goes on because I guess his car was... Yeah. He's like, hey, man, like, what was up with your car? He's like, I told you, the plates was fucked. Like, yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh, shit, like, Blaze legit thought, like... And then you hear him and he's just like, yeah, I guess I just gotta get the money then. He's like... <laughs> so it's gonna take, like, $1,700? And then they go, they go to call him and he just never answers again. And later they're like... He gets, like, picked up, like, trying to rob a bank or some shit. <laughs> oh, no. 
Pues... Your car is fine. Hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, whenever he said, like, the fact that Madrox did that so casually was like, that should have been an indicator that they were fucking with him. It was like, ah, go fuck yourself. Like, no, you lost your album, you lost your fucking car, like, that's not a casual, <laughs> fuck it, man, you know, right? Is this Mike P? I think it's what Mike P calls him. <laughs> we're talking more about this than we did some of the songs. Well, you know, this is good. They're actually kind of funny. Chris, what's up, man? Yeah. What's happening, dude? I just got here. Just it's so gosh. funny. I want—I don't know who the fuck Huggy Bear is. Apparently, that's a person. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and they—they they just fucking play this off like real well. <laughs> they did really. I'm just like, how was nobody in the background like fucking laughing immediately? Like, I would—I don't know. I wouldn't have been able to keep my composure. <laughs> that was. uh <laughs> it just Minox at the very end. Like, we got the best skits for your album. Yeah. It's like, it's one long fucking track at the end. It's barely skits. Yeah, well. So. Maybe they were thinking about splitting them and then they were just like, nah. And they were like, nah, we'll just do it all the way. Thing. They, they listened to your criticism. <laughs> and they're like, oh, he's going to love this. Meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, they should have actually done this. And they're like, what the fuck, Mike? <laughs> so, that's, uh, that's one less G in the hood. That is one less G in the hood. I think I've I've gotten a, a basic understanding of your feelings of it. Well, I wrote a little thing to wrap it all up. Okay. In an overall sense. Mm -hmm. And I wrote this before this listen. Well, obviously, I don't write my notes while we're doing this. Right. Um, and, I, think, you know, I, think, I think you did that once. With, with some discussion. No, I have, I have at least written all of the... Uh, I You know, some tracks I haven't written. Right, right, right. That shit happens. Go on. But, uh, okay... With this re-listen, mm -hmm. uh, I guess this is it's it's slightly different uh, than what I said initially. I still kind of feel this, but I'll, I'll soften it a bit. I'm going to say exactly what I said, but just imagine that I said it, but a little bit not as <laughs> what I said. Overall, this, this is EP again, but longer. I want to agree, but only a tiny bit. Let me, think, let me rephrase it. This is EP again, but longer and better. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's the thing of, like, we've talked about, there's only so much that you can rehash right. um, in any topic. But by, you know, the Blazes, Blazes EP is only, like, 18 minutes long or something right. like that. Um, it's, it's fairly short, but there's nothing astounding about it. And that's, and that's a big issue. When I was on Wikipedia, like trying to look up like stuff about the tracks, where it was like this is widely considered a juggalo, a juggalo classic. Um, some consider this to be Blaze's Great Malenko, and I'm like, uh -huh. maybe, but I mean, Great I Malenko. I don't know about Blaze enough to to make that call. Yeah, but Great Malenko is very diverse. Yeah, you know, and. You know, we've we've talked about It's got talked, a lot of stuff going on. We talked about Malenko for three hours. We like we did. And, and we conceded that it is likely ICP's best album. It's up there. Again, not my favorite, <laughs> but objectively their best. Because there's a lot about it that is distinguishable. There is this, no objectivity in music, but if there was. <laughs> but Blaze's album, like, it is I can see why some people are going to like some songs over others, and I mean, part of it might just be because of the instrumental. You don't care about this instrumental? Okay, there's 
you know, four other ones that sound similar, but there might be something different about it. And you're like, Honestly, that, that that's that's what I had to like soften my opinion on it because there's like the production's really good. Yeah, the production is really fucking it's good. It's really fun. And it, like it's, it makes it sound like a like a very diverse album where just it might not actually his, be diverse. His lyrics alone are not. Yeah, and and I think that that speaks to Psychopathic's production department. Shit. Mike P did a fucking great job, and I think that. You know, I never gave Mike P enough credit, and Mike P will hear about him on some later albums, including some very important ones. Mike P, he did some good work. He did some fucking great work. So uh, um, throw it out there. If and, you're listening, to Mike P, and I know you are. But you know what? And good work. But you know what, Mike P, you didn't produce Thug for Life. Fritz the Cat, you're fucking awesome for that shit, dog. Fritz the Cat, I know you're listening too, because you would. Yeah, you did a good job. Yeah, it was good fucking, job. That was great. Life. What else did he do? Did he do something else? He did some other ones. I just don't remember. Oh, he did a couple other ones on this album. I don't know which uh, one. Yeah, that that other one that he did, it was also probably good. I, don't, I didn't have a problem with any. <laughs> God other damn it! I just song. put my my fucking booklet away and shit. I'll I'll, I'll just you did know he, I'll run through them all. Real did quick. he do hood rats? Did he do hood rats and nasty? That sounds like that would be him. He probably did both of those. All right, I will I will just run down the ones that were different. Who the fuck gave me a phone call? Sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, so the only ones that were different... Okay, so it said, again, all songs were written and produced by Mike P. Yeah. And Twisted, unless noted. Right. So Nasty was Mike P, Twisted, and Violent J. Okay, so that wasn't... Straight Out of Detroit was Straight Out Mike P. Okay. Maggot Face was Fritz, Twisted, and Mike P. Okay. Here I Am was Fritz, Twisted, and Mike P. Hood Rats, Fritz, Twisted, and Mike P. <laughs> Hatchet Love, Mike P. Saturday Afternoon, Fritz, Twisted, Mike P. Given Out the Chance, Fritz, Twisted, Mike P. Thug for Life, Fritz, and Hatchet Execution, Mike P. Huh. So Thug for Life is the only Fritz exclusive track. Yeah. Um, and he goes off, he oh. he takes it. And then, like, all instruments were played by uh, Mike, Mike P. Unless Noted. Nice. And there's okay. an interesting one on Straight Outta Detroit. We got some cuts on there. Yeah. Some scratching. You know who that was? Shaggy. That was Shaggy. Nice. Yep. Shaggy can cut. And yeah, it's kind of surprising that he didn't do more of that. Because we don't hear him do lots of cuts until one album that comes out in 2005. <laughs> and who knows if we'll do it, because it all depends on what your opinion is by the time we get there. Oh, it's Super Villains. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, what what are your tracks on this? Ooh. Juggalo Anthem. Sure, sure. Thug for Life. Hell yeah. I got a three-way tie oh. between You Can't Hurt Me Now, Hood Rats, and Nasty. Straight out of Detroit almost got there, but yeah, yeah. that's that's how I am. All right. All what right. about you? I'd go with Thug for Life. Oh, sorry, real quick. Also, Hatch Execution was not on the re-release. That's of, right. Yeah, I, I did a look up. I, I don't know if I mentioned it, but that's not on there. So, yeah, this album has three songs that are have never been uh, put out anywhere else. I'd probably so, go with Juggalo Anthem, You Can't Hurt Me Now, and Thug for Life. There's, there's three pretty much wrapped up pretty well. really fucking well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're really fucking good! For sure. Ah, oh, I love them. I love them. Um, Grave Ain't No Place actually is pretty close on that, because I do like that track. It is good. Like I said, it is a really good opening track. I do think that... I think I have a lot more affinity for it, because it's 
the first one of its kind before being followed up by all of the other ones that are biting off of it, sort of. You know what, that's and that's a very so fair assessment. It has, it has a better impression than the rest of them. I, I get it. Um, but hey, that's Blaze. That is Blaze. That's one less G in the hood. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you guys think about that album. Hit us up. Um, again, it got re-released with a couple extra tracks. We may talk about those songs in the future. Sometime. I don't fucking know. Because I can't predict the future, and I still don't even know what our next album is gonna be. Oh, really? <laughs> I have not. I have not had time to look this shit up, dog. That's fair. Um, I could be wrong, but I think we might be venturing into some gangster territory next. I think that some some riders might be showing uh, up that one. next. I could be wrong, but I'm not too sure. Um, so uh, keep your eyes out. Interact with us on social media. We have that. We do. We have lots of them. We have Facebook. Juggalo Judgment. We have Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. We have an Instagram. At Juggalo Judgment. We have an email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. We have personal uh, ways to get in touch with us, like our Twitters. At Schmeeve. And at Mike Spawn, the S-E-J. Um, anything else to touch? Oh, um, if you're listening to this on the day of this... Uh, that this is released, so this would be uh, the 13th, October 13th. Um, Twisted is going to be in Pittsburgh in two weeks. Uh, October 27th. Look at that. And I am pretty sure that I can swing it and that I'm going to go. Nice. So it's at Craft House. Um, I've never been there. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't fucking know. They're going somewhere that's not fucking Foxtail or... Uh, the or, Rex. Or, or the Rex, so I'm fucking clueless. Not in, uh, not in Mr. Smalls? That's fucking weird. No. Uh, that's where I saw Twisted Bear for the first time. That's where I saw uh, ICP for that's the first saw time. saw ICP Yep. MP. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, but hey, uh, if anybody's gonna go to uh, Twisted in Pittsburgh, um, you guys know what I look like based on Twitter, I think. Uh, go if, bust if, him up for his shitty opinions. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> um... I will probably be wearing a jersey far too large for my frame because I think the I'm, jersey. I think I'm going to wear that jersey, nice, um, so that I can get it signed by uh, Madrox on Monoxide, so that I can retire it and buy and a get shot. like three K for it. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I, I can't believe I could have gotten a grant for that. I'm not. I don't regret keeping it. Oh no, it's, it's one of eleven, and it's the only, and it's one of one that Jamie Madrox wore that day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm probably going to wear it so that I can get it signed. Um, and then I'll retire it to a shadow box uh, if I ever have the room for it, which I probably never will. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, October 27th, Pittsburgh, Craft House. I should be there. Uh, say, say hey. Let me know uh, what you guys think of the, of the show. I'd really appreciate it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I, I'll, it'll be passed on to me. I'll, I'll hear about it eventually. Right. We'll have, actually, the new episode will be out that day. I can't, uh, I can't, I can't swing concerts right now. Yeah. Life, life is difficult. Life is difficult for me, but it's also, like, I think I have the opportunity, so I'm yeah. just gonna do it. Um, when, when back in, uh, what was it, March or whatever, when I went to the mystery show, I was like, this is the last concert I'm gonna do for a while, because I won't <laughs> be able to do it. And that's because I was starting a new job then, but now I started a new job now that's paying more money and I'm right, like, yeah. okay, I should be able to do this. Uh, so yeah. Also, uh, shout out to, to people who, uh, who've been, been sharing it here and there, mm -hmm. throwing us out to people's always nice, uh, yep. spreading the word as it were. We got a new, a new, uh, rating and review on iTunes. Did we? 
It was at this point that my brain got scrambled and I uh, accidentally mixed up like some Twitter conversation stuff with the review that I had seen and uh, misattributed it to a different person. So uh, I'm going to take this uh, this moment to say shout out to Tim uh, giving us a, a sweet fucking review on iTunes. We appreciate it. ICP is going to be in the I UK. Yeah. And I was like, hey man, they're heading your way. And he's like, dude, I haven't <laughs> seen them since Riddlebox. I was like, holy shit. That's a long ass time. Wait, wait, wait. Was that, did they mean, because they did a Riddlebox tour, was that? No. Hold on. I don't know. I need to double check that right now because it's it's going to mess with me. But no, we appreciate that. It's always, always good to, feels good, man. To be told that, that we're doing, okay, he doing all right. Yeah, they toured Riddlebox back in the 90s, so shit. Like, yeah. It's been like 20-something years. They've released one or two albums since and then. And one of the uh, the groups that's with them is Dope D.O.D., yeah, who, we, who we saw with ICP at our first show. We did. And I told... <laughs> I made the joke. I was like, hey, man, if you see them, uh, snag some of uh, Dope D.O.D.'s albums for me because... They already had their shit packed by, t- by the time the show ended, so I couldn't buy their stuff, and I really liked their set. Because <laughs> um, they're, like, from Germany, I think. And, yeah, it's, it costs some money. So, yeah, uh, any any you other people out in that UK place, keep an eye out for the, yep, that's, for the clowns. That's, ha- that's happening, I think, in January, so you got we're, some time. we're letting you know now so you can... Buy your tickets and import your Fago. Breaking from... news. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else. Again, we don't know what the next episode's going to be. I will, uh, I'll do some research whenever I get the chance and, you know, crippling anxiety doesn't keep me down to do it. I feel that. And, um, and, you know, eventually we'll get there and one of these years we'll do our fucking, uh... We'll do our big money hustlers. Oh, man, it's tough. I know. We just don't have time on our hands yep. right now. I get my entire next week and the week after that booked fucking solid. Shit. So, yeah, uh, that's that's it. It's time for everybody. You cracked them open at the beginning of the episode. You probably were right sipping the whole time. Us. And now maybe there's a little bit left at the end of that. So it's time for y'all to finish your Thursday. 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 Th